Drama City Productions presents Immersion Rig Now Online Welcome Nerd Now Generating Episode 54 Horror Movie Preview 2019 Featuring Wrestling Video Games Movies And More Full immersion begins in 3 2 1 Hey, this is Christian. Hey, this is Damon. This is the Amazing Nerd Show. Damon, I survived. You survived what, Christian? I survived the cabin in the woods. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Congratulations, you're alive! Yes, I am here with you. We did fall off the road. I'm really surprised. We did fall off the road twice, though. Okay. It was a snow fucking storm, of course. How did you... You mean you got lost by falling off no, the road? No, like the car literally spinned off the road. Oh! Okay. <laughs> well, that's terrifying. Trying, everything was set up to be the perfect horror, horror movie. Okay. Uh, there was even a part where, like, we had a group split off, of course, to go get pizza. Mm-hmm. Of course. I guess one dude helped shovel, and he decided to just walk back by himself mm-hmm. to the cabin. And Did he say, I'll be right back, too, yeah. before? Oh, okay, yeah. perfect. So. <laughs> but no one died. No one died, luckily. You know. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, I'm here. Kind of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The Damon's Amazing Nerd Show had a really nice ring to it, so uh, you're thinking about I it? might have been working on the graphic. You already have gone. the Twitter <laughs> Set up and Man, oh, I'm not. Fuck that. We've got too many followers on our Twitter page. <laughs> You're just going to delete. This is a delete. Come on, man. <laughs> it is just, just delete Christian, show, right? Uh, anyway, no, I'm, I'm not trying success. to get rid of you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, you wanted to talk some Mortal Kombat? Yes, we're going to start off with everyone's favorite segment Christian's Corner. <laughs> I still don't know why you get your own corner. Uh, it's because it's me, man. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Uh, Whatever. Yes, Mortal Kombat 11's reveal was today uh, on Thursday. That's when we're recording, um, and we got you know we got to look at the game. They showed us off like the first like seven characters. They gave us a very skew look of it. Um, if I want to get started off with some like technical aspects, uh, there's now instead of one meter bar that you use to charge up and to be able to do defense and attack moves. There are separate meter bars for attack and defense. Um, you no longer uh, you know, have to rely on someone attacking you to fill those bars. They just fill up on automatically. Okay. Um, they have a new Fatal Blows revenge system type of thing where it's like you get your health below 30% and then you press in the triggers and you can use a special move that like hurts the other player, pretty much down to fatal blows. I'm gonna ask you some novice Go video ahead. game questions here. So the last time I played a Mortal Kombat video mm. game was like Mortal Kombat three from like twenty years Classic. ago. Classic. Okay. <laughs> now, is it still? And my terminology might be wrong, but is it still kind of that weird like side scroll kind yeah, of like? Absolutely. Has the gameplay changed at all? Um, I mean, are the combos still like hard as fuck? Like, or the fatalities, if you will? The fatalities are still hard, but they have added in easy fatalities, or at least in the last game, okay. where it's just like you hit a button and do a fatality. Is the gore factor still high? Yes. Oh, and good. with this one, with the graphics being so much better, 
um, and the animation. It's at a, it's actually one of my notes. It's one of the most brutal looking games possible. So you don't have any kind of like 360 like kind of. No, that's actually more like to um, Tekken. Okay. Tekken uses well, that's a what I'm saying. Space. It felt like Mortal Kombat became dated once Tekken <laughs> came out, and that was how many years ago. Uh, so it just always astounds me that they never really. No, they have firmly kept their number one spot, and I think it's mostly because um, Street Fighter Five did not do too well. They they decided to release a pretty much unfinished game. Okay. And really fucked themselves over that way. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over time, they added so much content that you, you can't even recognize what it used to be, but, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, okay. But are you a, like, adamant fan of Mortal yeah, Kombat? Yeah, um, surprisingly, it was one of, it's one of the first games I remember ever playing. Okay. Um, well, like, it makes from sense. From the age of, like, four. Okay. So. <laughs> well, and it's the perfect game for a young kid. It's such a button pusher. Yeah. That, like, you don't have to know what the hell you're doing. Yeah. You're God knows I Killing each other. Yes. yes. Yeah, but come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Give me a break. You are four. You're good to go. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> but no, but I mean, it's such an easy game to play that mm. you could really just, you know. I was always the kid who would do, like, the one move and drive. You know, yes. my friend's nuts, you friends know. Just square, 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 square. Yes, yes, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I had whole summers, like, dedicated to Mortal Kombat, mm. those first three games. So, I mean, they're huge, you know. I mean, I remember going to, like, opening weekend of the fucking movie, for crying out loud, so. I, I still, still have a soft spot for those movies. I still like the soundtrack to the movie, oh. I won't lie. I mean, it's like <laughs> Sister Machine Gun and shit. I was listening to it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's my ringtone. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but so okay. Uh, is it still all the classic characters? Um, they're all older now. Oh, they aged. They them? started to age them. What's the point of that? So that they can introduce new characters. Okay, but they were kind of sprinkling new characters in the last in. film. You know, Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade have a daughter. All the main characters pretty much have their own children. The last film, what? last game. Oh, I thought you said okay. Sorry. Okay, I may have said. <laughs> I was like, there's said. more movies, and no. I haven't seen them. There's um, there's a pretty good online series though. I would tell you to check out. Oh, is it actually like It's official... not like, I don't think it's in canon, but it's like... Uh, is it actually done by, like, the people... Like, I thought it was fan... Um, oh, it's made. pretty much fan-made, but it's very well done. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah, uh, they pretty much all have children in the last game and everything. They were kind of like the new team, but people didn't really, like, get behind that too much, and they didn't show any of that in I this don't game. need the child Johnny Cage running around. Exactly. She was still a cool character, but... Oh, really? Oh, so she was running around. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the mother? Sonya. Sonya was the mother, yes. of course. And right. they, of course, are divorced and upset with each other. And... <sighs> yeah, that's what you want in your Mortal Kombat game. Family drama. Um, I, I mean, I'm not going to get into it too much, but uh, Mortal Kombat 9... They kind of rebooted the storyline mm-hmm. um, in a way where it's uh, fucking Raiden says, you know, sends back his memory. Because Raiden fucks up everything. Everyone's dead pretty much by the beginning of Mortal Kombat. Because of Raiden? Yes. Okay. He, you know, he, he had his plan. He had he thought he was doing the right thing. And then he realized, oh, I was just letting the bad guys win in the end. They have, The bad guys had this master plan this whole time. Oh, okay. So he takes his memories. He sends it back in time. Um, oh, to, there's time travel. Oh, yes. great. <laughs> My favorite thing, he uh, sends it back in time, Raiden in the past gets his memories, and he's like, oh. And he changes <laughs> up everything. Um, he ends up killing Liu Kang. Uh, wow. Because the decisions Raiden's making 
are pissing off Luke Kang. Luke Kang's like, this is wrong. You can't be doing these things. But, you know, Raiden's like, I have to change the timeline mm-hmm. somehow. But things keep happening the way that they used to. Wow, so that feels like he turns heel there. He kills Luke Cage. Yes, well, by the end of uh, Mortal Kombat 10, um, he kind of, he has won, he has figured everything out, but um, to do so, he has to suck in all the evil's powers. And so, similar to the original Mortal Kombat storyline, he does actually turn evil the way he did in the past. Oh, I didn't realize he turned evil. He turns evil for a little bit. Okay. Okay. All right. And then gets his, it's it's all shit ton. There's been 20 games, Dan. (laughs) Yeah. Holy crap! There really's been twenty games. Yes. Jesus, Are they, like so not much like, like not... every other year they've been putting out a game. No, um, they put out like several in a couple like a, a smaller span. Really? Where okay. they were all kind of like spinoff titles where they'd have a different name and like there would be so much shit going on in those games and so much like story. Scorpion is Sub Zero Storm. Yeah. Okay, they don't have caps. Okay, good. Because no, they're kind um, of like the Storm Shadow is like in Snake Eyes. Scorpion so. has a son. Um, I don't think Sub Zero has a kid. Okay. I guess Sub Zero just keeps Good. dying and coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Good. No one wants to see that. All right. Um, people actually enjoy the story, and the story is a part, big part of why people play this game as well. Um, but this one is going to be heavily done with time travel. They've, you know, from the first trailer on, they've shown a lady with a giant like um, hourglass in the sands going up and. They, they talked about time travel several times where in this game where it's going to be um, the characters at this age are going to be fighting characters from the past. and yeah, They're going to be fighting against each other. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be all wonky time travel. All right. All right. Whatever. But it's a good way to bring a lot of the characters that they've killed off back. And are fans excited? Fans are, yeah. It's, kind of, it's getting a very good reaction. It's, it's one of the more popular most popular fighting games in like competitive and non-competitive play. Okay. So, so now and there's some big tournament taking place. Oh well, no, there's tournaments that happen all over the place. There's Evo, and then what's the thing that Ronda Rousey was invited to? Oh well, Ronda Rousey was invited to the reveal. Okay. Oh, that's the reveal. Yes. Okay, that's not like a tournament. No, it's because uh, she is actually um, Sonya Blade this year in the game. Yes, they modeled it after her, and they also um, oh really it. yeah. It's um, her face, definitely. Oh, wow. Okay, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So is there anyone else that they like? They haven't announced any, uh, anyone else yet, but I'm assuming there's going to be some like down the road. It comes out in April, so there's still some time. But Now, who else was invited? What other, like, there's people from, like, the wrestling world. Yeah, right? um, Xavier, uh, like, the Up, Up, Down, Down that makes was sense, there. Yeah. Um, Zelina Vega was there. Um Okay, that Cody Rhodes was. She's there. a huge. She's actually. What did she dress? Um, Rocket. Uh, this is your thing, man. Yes. Uh, she was Team Rocket. For Make it Team Rocket from Pokemon. Pokemon, right? Like I don't know how she got Andrade <laughs> to do that with her. He has no idea what he was doing. <laughs> so she's big into like cosplay and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, she, she's a big nerd. Okay. And she actually loves Mortal Kombat. Like, so she was dressed as Jade. Yes, I think I saw those event. photos too. And she's done plenty of other cosplays for uh, Mortal Kombat in the past. Well, that's cool. Hmm. All right. Representing nerdum. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Good for her. Um, and then is Cody part of the. Um, he took pictures while he was there, but I didn't see him on the stream whatsoever. Okay. So okay. I don't know if he ever had a celebrity interview or what, but I never saw him. All right. All right. But it's interesting. It'd be to cool have, to see you know, like Cody is like Cody Cage there. or something. Hmm. 
you know, but I, I don't think WWE would allow that since their uh, Sonya and uh, <laughs> Cage's uh, storyline crosses yeah. over a little too much. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah. All right, man. Well, so you're excited for this. Huh? Yes. I just want to get through a couple more things. Oh, I'm sorry. We run I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because there are big, big things. It is your corner. <laughs> <laughs> there are big things that they've uh, changed a little bit. Like uh, in the last game, um, when you're blocking, you can still get a little bit of damage. And okay. in the last game, it was massive. Like, you were getting hit, and it was still, like, you could die so fast from just people hitting you while you're blocking. Oh, they, that seems yeah insane. Insane. Uh, they've made that damage a lot less, but they've also made doing combos, which is the main, like, thing in any fighting game, a lot less damage as well. They're focusing more on you doing those big cinematic moves that you see, like, all the cutscenes and stuff like that, to get someone's damage down. I know I was going to ask you, is there any big, because they've been doing, like, they have, like, what, like, Freddy in one of the games. Mm. Do they have any big crossovers happening like that? Um, Down the road, they'll all be DLC. You know? Okay. It's okay. kind of, like, extra shit that they throw in. Yeah. The okay, that makes sense. There's no rumors about who or what. No, but there's, like, what fans want from the game. Like, the big one is, like, Ash. Why has Ash never been Ooh, one of them? That's a good one right mm-hmm. there. He would fit perfectly. Um, Terminator has, uh... Terminator Robot has never been. I know that. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense, too. So, But I would love to see Ash. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like they play around with the horror world a lot, too. Because, so, right, Jason's been part of it, too? Um, Jason was in it. Leatherface. Um, Leatherface was in it? Yeah. Oh, that's badass. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alien. And I think there's one more that I'm forgetting. Okay. Well, that's uh, uh, Predator? I feel like predator. Yes, okay. Predator I feel like if, if you yeah, had a Xenomorph, you're going to have a Predator. So. Um, fucking people have been asking for Pennywise this year as well. Oh, okay. That would work. Mm-hmm. I could see that. So, I think I might have picked up the game with Freddy in it. Okay. I think so. I believe I, I picked nine, it up. So. Was it nine? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a couple, like maybe like five, ten years ago? Yeah. Okay. These yeah. Com- I didn't even realize it's been five years since um, ten came out. Okay. <laughs> I had no idea so much time has passed. When is this game being released? Uh, this game is going to come out uh, April 23rd. Um, and then if you pre-order now, you can get access to the beta on March 28th. All right. Get over here! But now that we're done with my corner, let's... let's here's can we move Dan. on? You know, <laughs> I, I feel like you deserve some talking time. Oh, yeah, because I don't get enough. No, not at all. All right, well, we finally got the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Yes. That was, I mean, we thought we were going to get it in 2018. Never showed up. It's fine. That's fine. Didn't we need we it. have plenty to talk about. <laughs> Christian, initial thoughts on the trailer. Um, It looks like it's going to be a fun movie. I feel like it's not going to have a grand, like, importance to the rest of the universe, but that's, that's fine. I need just good standalone films out of Marvel and Sony. So <laughs> and Sony, right? Um, I agree, mm-hmm. and I don't need it to be like tied into like you know the next Avengers movie or you know leaving. And I mean, it, it might in some way, I, but if it does, I feel like it's going to be in a very tiny way, you know, just kind of like setting the table um, for where they're going. Like I still speculate whether or not it's even really taking place after Infinity mm-hmm. War, you know, because those Russo brothers lie all the fucking time, so. I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually, like, his summer vacation that happens before everything that happened in Infinity War. Um, but, yeah, but I, I thought it looked great. Um, you know, 
I, I enjoyed the effects and everything. Um, I liked Mysterio's look mm-hmm. in the whole trailer. I liked the chemistry between the cast. Flash's closing line was fant- fantastic. Um, you know, uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I really dig it. I'm so glad that we're getting this, like, you know, sequel and everything like that. You have the original director coming mm-hmm. back, um, John Watts. Um, you know, I felt like he was, like, I don't know, the, the whole tone of the first movie was perfect. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed that first movie. So it was just nice to see, you know, mm. a trailer with, like, all the familiar, you know, cast and everything like that. And we're moving on with the story, um, you know. So and I, I, I have a feeling that, you know, Infinity Wars or what was it, Endgame now. Yes. Endgame's going to be pretty traumatic for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, you know, I feel like this is going to be a nice way to kind of unwind mm. after that movie. So, and this drops July 3rd? Yeah. Or no, 5th. I believe. It's on the fucking poster. The poster's amazing, by the way. Oh, you like all I really, I really like the poster. I'm so done with Marvel and the floating heads. And it's not <laughs> just Marvel that does that. But I feel like every fucking, like, poster, mm. like, I could, like, picture the poster before it even comes out. So it's just usually all the cast, you know, standing around, like, you know, a cityscape or something like that. Um, You know, this was a nice, you know, just his fucking head with all the fucking, you know, stickers on it from around the world. I dug it. So it's it's just different, you know. Sometimes just different is good. Yes. Um, But yeah, no, I really, I mean, so some fans were upset because Mysterio looked like a hero in this trailer. Weird. And I point out to them that it's fucking Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> Relax, nerds. Uh, He's not going to be the fucking hero. I don't know. Do Why would like, you, I don't know. They're just jumping the gun and assuming this is who he is. This is how he's being. Yeah. I'm like, it's no. a fucking teaser trailer and it's Mysterio who's constantly, you know, <laughs> pulling one over on it's Spider-Man. It's in the fucking name. Yes. <laughs> it's his fucking name. <laughs> What a bunch of idiots. Um, but yeah. Uh, also, it looked like Sandman was in this. Did you see that? Like, you know, it, it There's a like... couple elementals that they yeah. were showing. Well, and that's the rumor. That that it's not who we think they are. Yeah. You know, because people are right away. Early on, they were saying, oh, Hydro Man. Um, you know, uh, also Molten Man. Mm. So, but... There's been a report out there that they're actually using these obscure, like, Marvel heroes from the past that have very similar powers, um, but they're actually the elementals. And I don't know why they would choose to go that direction, um, you know, or maybe they're not even there. Maybe it's just Mysterio, you know, fucking yeah, with them. That's you know? my assumption. It's just Mysterio creating creatures and... It could be. Or they're working with Mysterio some way, you know, to make him look good. I don't know. So, um, but I, I hope it's not Sandman, you know, just because I feel like he would, he deserves a bigger like debut. You know, I do dig Mm. that character a lot. You know, he's a classic Spider-Man villain and for him to kind of debut like, um, just amongst the crowd of, you know, it feels like a crowded movie. I feel like these new movies, especially after what we saw with Vulture, are a great way to just reestablish these villains and these characters that are clear classics. And, I mean, God, what they did with Vulture. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll be honest. That's a nothing fucking character, you know, in the comics. Yes. Yes. Whenever whenever there was a Vulture arc, I was was out, Mm -hmm. you know. 
Um, but yeah, no, and what they did, they really just redefined that character. Um, you know, where I now, you know, I, and I haven't seen the comics since the movie, mm. but I would actually be interested to see if they actually try to match that character in the books, just, you know, tone wise. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> oh God. I, I just rewatched the, uh, car scene again mm. between him and Peter. That, that's such a classic scene. Just such a classic Spider-Man scene too. I mean, they just, I'm really excited for this fucking movie. I realized, you know, I it's kind of was under the radar. I think everything in my mind was just kind of revolving around Endgame, mm-hmm. you know. But when this trailer came out, I was like, oh yeah, I really enjoyed fucking the first one. Mm-hmm. I really want to see this one. Um, and it, it's just going to be refreshing to be kind of you know out of you know just that dark storm that is like Infinity War. I think mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah, but w- what did you think of Mysterio's look? Though? Um, the I think they got the look nail like I think they got the look like spot on you know um I think the only thing that bothered me was Jake Gyllenhaal's voice at the time I was thrown off a little bit his voice sounded different it didn't sound different it just it sounded like him just talking what did you want him to sound like I don't know I thought he might throw in an accent <laughs> or, or something does have an accent why <laughs> I don't know I you just have a thing else. against Donnie Darko no I fucking love that movie <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I, want you to sound like someone else. Maybe it was just mixed weird to me. I don't okay. know. It just I felt like I just got a straight sound clip of just Jake Gyllenhaal saying a line. Um, That's it. I don't know. I was okay with it, but I, I, I whatever. Uh, I was I was really excited to see the fishbowl. Right yes. away. Because <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, oh man, are they not going to do the fishbowl? Are they, you know, but they did it. They, oh, as goofy they as a look it. as it is, it, it still looked cool. It did, it looked right? fucking better than Black Manta. Whatever, man. Leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I also liked it seemed like he was like, it, the way they at least are establishing his powers at first, um, it seems like it almost looks like he's like casting spells and shit, mm. you know, which obviously he's not. Um, but, you know, I, I dug that. I thought that was pretty a good look and everything. The way he's like flying around on that There's been so much speculation to see if he's using the time stone. Oh, get the people. Fuck I was out like, are here. you serious? They're not going to give the serial a fucking time stone. <laughs> Shut your faces. <laughs> There's just too much time in between these movies at this point. I, I don't, I don't mean not to laugh at the fans. I just. Whatever. <laughs> I do. <laughs> if Mysterio has a time stone, I'm leaving the movie. <laughs> So, but no, man, I, I love Mysterio in the books, um, classic villain. I loved everything that, uh, Kevin Smith did with him, with his epic arc it, with, in Daredevil and everything. Okay. Um, it's just a fun character and there's a lot to do with him. So, um, hopefully they do him right, you know? Um, and I, I trust him. I trust him with everything <laughs> that they did with, you know, Vulture. Um, it's supposedly Vulture is actually in this movie. I don't know if it's just going to be a brief cameo or something like mm-hmm. that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I don't know, man. Give maybe me more. There, maybe there's a prison escape at the end. They uh they start setting up their sinister six that they've always wanted to do. Here's my quick speculation. Okay, after I shit all over everyone else's, um, I feel like Nick Fury is not really there. I feel like it's Mysterio fucking with them. That or it's a scroll. Huh? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go down that road. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I feel like he's not really there. I feel like it's Mysterio setting things up. So at first, I, you know, at first I was thinking that, and then I was like, well, no, it makes sense. Mysterio, you know, Fury would give Spider-Man a suit or something because yes. he has a different variation. I do like the suit, by the way. Yes. I didn't like it in the pre-images, like, but seeing it, like, fucking um, CGI'd and everything looks great. Yeah. Oh, okay. I forgot about that because it does very much look almost like his, like, at least a pays homage to, like, the superior Spider-Man suit. Just, mm. like, how it's, like, darker. You know, it's not the... You know, I even the like blue. the noir suit that, yeah, that shows up. If, like, the, like the stealth one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I'm wondering if that's before he realizes it. So, apparently in the international trailer, they show um, Aunt May packing his suit for him. Oh, okay. So, she sends him off. Even, even like, oh, you forgot this and puts it in a suitcase or something. So, did you catch that the suitcase was uh, Uncle Ben's? Yes. Yeah, it's a nice touch. I was like, well, people were worried that Uncle Ben was like somehow not part of this continuity. I was like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> you don't have Spider-Man without Uncle Ben. <laughs> we just don't need to see that. No, story. no, but we know it's there. I like that it's just kind of in the background and everything, mm-hmm. just kind of haunting him. I think that's a nice touch. So, you think Happy and Aunt May, uh, Coco? No. I kind of hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That's just Tony for that, Stark's girl, man. just for that awkward conversation. <laughs> is Tony dead at this point? Oh yeah, definitely. You think so? Absolutely. I'm still going for double death, man. I think I Captain think, America and Tony. I think he's just retired. <laughs> Honestly, I bet you anything, he just retires. A la Nolan's Batman. You know, he's hanging out with Pepper somewhere with this kid. So, but I think the only reason I'd want him alive is just to be able to like maybe mentor Ironheart or something. That'd be awesome. I would love to see that. And I feel like that character will be introduced sooner than later. There were, like, speculation that uh, Marvel is setting up to do a Young Avengers down the road. Do they go Young Avengers or do they go Champions? I'm assuming they probably go more Champions than they do actual Young Avengers. Using Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then maybe introduce Miles? I would love that. I would love that, too. But I feel like we're a little bit away from Mar- um, from Miles. You know, to big screen. if they do Young Avengers, they already have... Um, um, Lang's daughter. Mm. You know they'd have to age her up though, because she. I mean, she's stature in Young Avengers. Yeah, but so, you know, you I would. I would also love. To, she comes out adult. I would also like to see. Um, <laughs> you know, the Young Avengers version of Hawkeye. You know, that'd be cool too. So, um, I'd be. I, I'm all for it. You know, mm. I mean, I I love the Young Avengers book. But I read uh, Champions number one. Oh, yes. Yeah, I thought it was and actually. We'll get into that. We'll get into. Well, not not this episode. Not this but episode. I dug it. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I you know I dug it. So, but I could easily see them you know playing around with the concept rather than doing a traditional either team. They'll just use whatever young characters they have at the moment. Yeah. Well, I think they'll introduce a lot of young characters too mm-hmm. to fill out that team. But no, I see what you're saying. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, okay, we're on like phase five of Marvel. <laughs> Aren't they? Aren't they? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. We're <laughs> skipping. So, um, speaking of lack of buildup, out of nowhere, we got a whole like Ghostbusters teaser trailer. We got the announcement. Yeah. And <laughs> there was a teaser trailer out of fucking nowhere. I, I love that shit, man. Mm. I, it's so hard to like, you know, pull off a surprise nowadays. I was really impressed with that. Well, you know what? If they had like a replica of the car. And just a barn. That's yeah, I mean that's all they need, and they just have like a small crew and everything. Keep everyone. Everything you know. else was just special effects. And yeah, the wind. It was great though. <laughs> it was great. It was just yeah. It was all special and sound effects really. If you look at it, some flashing lights. 
Um, but no, it, I, I, I'm excited for it, you know. Um, you know, not to shit on the last movie, but it just... I don't care if they're male or female. It mm. just wasn't a good movie. I would have seen a sequel, but... I really? Know. Did you enjoy the last movie? I enjoyed it for what it was. What was the title? Was it just Ghostbusters, or was it... I don't think it had a, a separate title. So was it just Ghostbusters? There's no subtitle to it? So. Okay. It just didn't do anything. I was actually excited for the movie. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do well, um, but it just did nothing. I, I mean, I went into it with very low expectations, so... I, okay. But... I mean, everything they did with Chris Hemsworth dancing and everything, I didn't enjoy that. Okay. Those moments, I, I don't know. You didn't enjoy that? Didn't. Okay. I, I didn't like those. See, I actually, I actually enjoyed that. <laughs> so, um, that's when I realized, like, he, oh, he's actually funny. You know, like, he can actually pull that off. So, but I don't know, man. I, it just did nothing for me, you know. Um, but, yeah, I don't know where they're going to go with this. It sounds like it, it's absolutely in the Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, like, universe. Um, so, I'm guessing they go, like, kids. You know, there's speculation that they've actually, you know, there's going to be, like, a teenage version of the group, maybe. Um, so, I don't know if it's, like, the kids of the Ghostbusters. Maybe or, Finn Wolfhard, man. You know? Throw him in there. Oh, yeah? Well, we know he looks good in the suit, right? So... And I love that, like, Jason Reitman's actually directing this movie, you know, especially since his dad directed the original, um, you know, some nice continuity there. So I feel I mean, like he'll bring a different you know, mm, voice to the series. But that also plays to, you know, it being a kid story. Passing the torch, yeah. right? Mm. So, um, yeah, no, man. I, I'm I, it, Summer 2020, though, I feel like that's, like, quick. Unless they've really been working on this, like, we in the no dark. Idea. And have no have idea. Because <laughs> that just feels really... Like, I feel like you hear about these movies, like, two years out, three years out. But that's, like, a year and a half, right? Yeah, I feel... If they film over this summer... I just feel like it's such a, like, a fact-heavy movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just yeah. hope they don't rush it. Yeah. But I'm guessing that they've been, obviously, in pre-production for a while, and we just have been literally in the dark in the, over yeah. it, so... I have no problem. I, I'm interested to see them continue on with Ghostbusters. I'm, I want to see a Ghostbusters taken more seriously, but not like serious, serious, but like, you know. Like, how serious do you want? <sighs> you don't want paranormal activity or anything? No, I want, like, I don't know, there was, there was a... This is the Ghostbusters who are like marching around the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we saw them, right? But the Singing way it and looked dancing. and the way the like effects felt in the originals, it like there was a grit to it, and there was there was, I don't know. The last film was so clean and precise and hmm. like goofy almost in a way. The way that they oh, it was goofy and everything. Absolutely. So I was just I don't know. <laughs> so you want a more serious tone? Not serious tone, but a serious look to it. Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. that so not sense. as polished. Yes. A little grit. Okay. I don't think you can get it, but <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think one thing too, the last movie was missing was like that passing of the torch. Like, I feel like that movie could have taken place in the original universe. I don't well, know. It seems why. like they shot plenty of like cameos, but yeah, that's but they were all enough. different characters. Yeah. I don't know why they chose that route. So, um, so, but yeah, no. But let's not talk about that movie anymore. Let's talk about this movie. Yeah, no, I'm I'm all I'm on board. So, <laughs> give me some Ghostbusters. What else do we have, Christian? 
Well, on the small screen, we have some Hannibal news. Yes, um, and this is just keeping the dream alive. Um, yes, in a recent interview, Mad Nicholson, um, I think he was asked about, you know, Hannibal. I don't think he's just walking around, <laughs> you know, talking about Hannibal, but it's awesome. Have you that, seen my show, Hannibal? Yes. Have you seen my show, Hannibal? <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I'm glad that there's still such a buzz around the show and everything. Now it's been off the air for two, three years. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the fans are like diehard loyal. So, but they, he was asked about Hannibal. He said that Brian Fuller is like still currently shopping it around, trying to find a home. Um, that he, it sounds like he might have had meetings and stuff at some point. There's, I feel like there's rumors every like you know six months or so. Um, but it's he also mentioned that he is trying to get the rights to the Silence of the Lambs characters. So he didn't, they didn't go that you know, down that road during, you know, the original series. And I, I didn't realize, but I guess it was because they didn't have the official rights to it. I'm not sure who, I'm, I don't know if it's done by Paramount. I'm not sure. Uh, but they, um, he's trying to get those rights. So that's exciting because I feel like this show will get picked up, mm. you know? I'm surprised, like, something like Hulu hasn't picked it up, at least. It has such a big, like, following, you know, mm. fan-wise. Like, I feel like there's even, like, conventions happening and everything like that. I know whenever they do like do any kind of conventions, like the lines for those guys, you know, for the Q and A and everything, like that, are, are insane. So, um, you know, just seeing shit online. So, I, I'm really surprised. Like another, you know, like because it's such a content heavy, mm-hmm. you know, time now in like media, you know, in Hollywood, that I'm surprised another, you know, streaming service didn't pick it up because it would be the perfect fit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what that show did. You know, I mean, yeah, it was on at like nine o'clock on a Friday, but like, I mean, God, they pushed the envelope. I mean, it is, it is a gorgeous show, but it is a very like troubling show to sit through. Like, I mean, though that first season especially, just I mean, great, and they like, like I said, they pushed the envelope. I was surprised with what they could get away with, you know, on like network TV. So it just shows you like how much of a different time, and really what Walking Dead, you know, oh, yeah. did you know, for, for, you know, TV, um, that it was now, you know, cause they really, you know, they went graphic, you know, a lot. So, um, but a great storyline, um, the way that they, you know, reintroduced these characters and everything, um, you know, it was, it was like, there, it was just like an alternate universe version of what we've seen before. Um, they kept you guessing and everything, but the performances alone, you know, were top notch across the board. So and the storytelling. So I just if you haven't seen the series, I definitely recommend it, and I really hope that it gets a season four. So especially with the Silence of Lambs characters mm-hmm. and everything in that storyline, my God, I would I would be so about that show. Whatever streaming service it pops <laughs> up on, I would be definitely subscribing to. So just the, there'll be like another. Oh God, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. So but moving on. We got, oh, we got Final Destination uh, news, and I'm not surprised by this at all. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe it took this long. But uh, New Line is, they are going to reboot Final Destination. So it was a very popular franchise. Mm. I dug at least three of those films, I want to say. 
I thought it was a, a really awesome concept. I love like the mousetrap aspect of it, just watching how like these deaths were put together and trying to guess like how they were gonna happen. Mm. Um, and I I legitimately feel like that first one was actually scary. Like everything that airplane scene was fantastic. Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> Traumatized. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> and even the second one with the uh, the traffic accident mm-hmm. and everything. The tra- I never forget the traffic. Every oh time I'm on God. the road, yeah. I'm thinking about <laughs> what the fuck's gonna fly through my windshield. So I, I you know, I I feel like the series catches some flack, you know, from old school horror movie fans. But I'm an old school horror movie fan. Give me more. So mm. as long as it's well done and everything, um, you know, because by the end it did get definitely watered down and they started yeah. leaning on too much cgi but no man, and like I porno really... level scripts and... oh yeah no yeah <laughs> yeah they just didn't care about what the characters were yes. saying anymore it was just leading up to the deaths but you know whatever <laughs> i've watched worse so um but yeah now there's no real like plot you know elements being leaked out but it is supposed to be just a reimagining of the franchise um, we have um, Milton and Dustin, who uh, are horror vets, and they've um, actually worked on a lot of the Saw movies, which feels like a perfect match. Mm. Uh, um, so they know how to create death, if you will. Um, but yeah, it, we'll see what happens um, and where it leads, you know. But I feel like we'll be hearing more about this movie shortly. Yes. So these aren't like hard movies to put together. No. I mean, they're popping them out like every year. You know, they were they were like an annual event after a while. So, um, yeah. So I wouldn't. Oh, you mean I wouldn't a doubt. sick mind and an idea of how someone should die. Exactly. Exactly. I hope they don't go like part five. You know, route. I hope they you know like stick with like you know what made the first mm-hmm. you know two well, or three great. <laughs> when you say reimagining, I hope they don't go like oh, there's an actual physical representation of death. Oh no! Yeah, I don't need to see that and stuff like that. I don't need to see that. Not at all. So I, I hope they just keep it. You know, we don't know what the fuck's going mm-hmm. on or why it's going on, but it's happening. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, more horror, you know, <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm guessing 2020 for this. You know, if they could do Ghostbusters, you mm-hmm. know, by 2020, I feel like we're going to get Final Destination by then. So, um, also, um, in obviously news, um, we are uh, hearing that X Force has been canceled. Shocking. Obviously, right? Uh, <laughs> so there's mixed reports. Someone was saying in the know, I guess, that they actually, if they start production within the next two months, that, you know, then the film could be made. But I don't think they're close to that. No. Um, they're saying this also goes for Gambit. Um, and then I, oh, uh, Multiple Man. You remember there was a Multiple Man movie? I forgot too. Uh, Multiple Man. Interesting character. I don't know. Like, I, have I don't no, trust that studio either. I have no that. idea where they'd go with that, you know. Um, but you know, I could see like an indie like movie with multiple men. I think that'd be cool, fun, I like guess. a crime noir, you know, kind of movie. That'd be fun. Um, but yeah, so but did, this, did you see what Rob was saying about like the fact that there's not going to be an X Force film right now? That was like an easy like like eight hundred million. Like, yeah, I was like, oh wow, okay, cool. It's All not right. going to happen. <laughs> He's kind of a douche. <laughs> Life feels kind of a douche. Man. I just watched um, a documentary about Image Comics and everything. It was like shot maybe a couple years ago on like the Sci-Fi Network, I believe. Um, and he's he still comes off like a fucking douchebag. He really does. So I'm not surprised by those comments. 
I mean, he's probably right. Eight hundred million nowadays feels like standard fare for you know these movies. I guess, but and if Deadpool's in it, you know, I mean, that's not a stretch, honestly. Mm. Just the cockiness, you know. I mean, come down. I feel like, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's a payday for Rob, but they're going to be using Deadpool in the MCU. So relax, dude, you know, Um, and stop being such a douchebag. And just to be clear, that doesn't mean that they're canceling any of the films that are already like are pretty much in the can. Yeah, no, those movies are still on track and everything. I mean, I'm sure they'll push it back at some point again. I mean, God knows what Dark Phoenix has been pushed back like three times Uh in the past couple months. But yeah, those are in the can, so they're good to go. They will be seen by the general public, whether we like it or not. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't give a shit about them. I really don't. I'm done, man. I understand you're done. I want to see them. Okay, well, I'm so intrigued by the new mutants (laughs) film and the new mutants. Yeah, I need to see more, and I know they reshot a lot. Um, I it was to amp up the horror too, which yeah. was interesting. So, but I guess they added like a couple characters also. Because remember that was supposed to already happen. Like mm. we were supposed to see it like this past summer. Yeah. So and now it's delayed to fall, I believe, this year. Man, that's insane. That's a huge delay. Mm-hmm. So they must be shooting like another movie. I imagine that it's fucking like they had it set up so that it'd be a franchise, mm-hmm. but now they know that it's closing, so they have to put some like a, at least a different ending. I guess. I don't think they give a shit, though. I, I give really a shit. <laughs> yeah, but you're alone. I care. Once again, you're alone, Christian. <laughs> I still have hope for Dark Phoenix. Oh. I do. I do. I've been hearing good things about it recently. So, um, we shall see. Now, Christian, speaking of movies, yes, you um, saw a movie over the weekend, yes, right? Yes, talking, um, you know, Death Traps with Final Destination and Saw, saw and all that. We had Saw for Kids! <laughs> Uh, escape Room. It's, it sounds like a Disney movie. <laughs> Disney's Escape Room. I could imagine that. Uh-huh. Um, like with Dick Van Dyke and everything. Yeah, that'd be great. That's pretty much... Some musical numbers in the middle? Yeah. <laughs> no? No. <laughs> okay. <Please don't. laughs> That's, that sounds like an Escape Room for me in the theater. <laughs> How quickly up. can you get Christian out of the theater? <laughs> So, Christian, tell us about this movie. Well, it's about six strangers that find themselves in circumstances beyond their control and must use their wits to survive. Okay. <laughs> Does that tell you enough about the, the film? I guess. That is the fucking film, man. Okay. Um, I, you know what? Spoilers. I'm just yeah. gonna fuck it. Um, so we get this group of people. They all, you know, have their own circumstances in life. And, you know, they come to the place because... They were, you know, it's a escape room that's offering a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and they've all. Do they know it's life or death? The escape room. Okay. They have no idea. Okay. Um, the film does that thing where it starts off with the final person that's going to the final person in the final trap trying to solve the trap, and then it goes back in time. Uh, which yes. I didn't like. Okay. But whatever. Feels very saw-like. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. I mean, the way it's set up, it's fun. The movie is fun. I'm gonna start off with that. I'm okay. not gonna. I'm not gonna crap all over this because I'm surprised. Okay, there cool. are elements to it that are fun, and I could see it as a franchise. But I would love it if it wasn't PG thirteen. If it wasn't PG thirteen, okay. there's there's so much more I could like because because the script doesn't matter too much. It's it's all about the fucking traps up there. Oh, that's why I want to hear what the movie. <laughs> the script doesn't matter at all. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> Damn, it's just a movie. It's just a fun movie. It's, you're there for those reasons. You're there, like, the same reason I would have gone to see 
any Final Destination movie. Okay. You know, I'm there to see how it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay, I guess I, I, I see what you're saying. Shit. Okay. That's how this movie, I think, is more angled. Okay. But then, It's more about the traps? More about the traps. But then the traps, you know, don't hurt anyone. Or you don't see anyone actually get hurt. So you, there's not a real threat no. behind the traps. You, you know the characters die, I take it. Yes. Okay. But, but you don't see anything? Not even anywhere close to seeing anything happen to them. I think the first death is the only one that like even shows remotely anything happen because he gets drowned. You know, mm-hmm. you can show that. There's no blood, there's no violence to that. See, and the thing is a lot of people crap on movies that they call like torture porn, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Um, but I mean, those movies are all, you know, suspense when done right because it's just like waiting. You know it's coming, mm-hmm. but it's like waiting, like, you know, for it to happen and how it's going to happen and knowing, you know, you're going to see some shit, <laughs> you know, on screen. So when you don't have that exactly. payoff, I could definitely see it being a little lack- lackluster of a watch. I yeah. Okay. I mean, that pretty much sums that up. Uh, we have such a basic group of characters you know you have the the shy but very intelligent girl who who's able to just figure out traps like there's no tomorrow there's the guy who actually just thinks it's all the game is that you the know? little the, the intelligent girl is that the girl who's like featured on the, the color trailer everywhere, or something? Yeah. Okay. um they all were there because they were sole survivors of situations that they had like experienced in the past so do they get invites? Yes, they got invites. Okay. From a mysterious source? Yes. Of course. Okay. And they all, well, they're all addressed from people that they know. Oh. So, like, they think it's just like, oh, I'm being invited to Have go you to this It's thing. totally um, House on Haunted Hill, the remake. Oh, yeah. Very similar to that. Okay. I dug that movie, though. <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah, it's, it's fun to a point. Like, when... Um, I have her name down here, so I don't call her Karen Page. Um, when Deborah <laughs> Ann Wool dies in this film, I'm sorry, she dies. Uh, Spoilers. I mean, it's like this. It's this moment where they, you know, they. It's the longest uh, trap of them all, I think, and that I can remember. It's not the first death. It's not the first death. Because okay. like, I was kind of guessing, like, oh, I bet she dies right away. No. Because she felt like the only like known person on hmm. screen, and she has the most emotional background out of all of them. Like she was a um, war vet, uh, not vet, but like she had been to Afghanistan and uh, she had like gotten burns all over her back. So the first trap is like they're pretty much locked in this room that's an oven, and like she's experiencing all this PTSD because she's like, what was she doing in Afghanistan? If she's not a vet. Uh, she she was a soldier. I just, I don't oh, okay. So she was a vet. Okay. Then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was like, what's she doing there? She a reporter? Uh, yeah, she had like survived an explosion. Okay. So, so she's like, gone through trauma mm-hmm. and everything. So they put her in a horrible situation that would trigger her. Um, okay. But, you know, she's in this trap and she falls to her death. But, you know, you see her fall halfway and then they go back to the characters and you don't see anything else. And it's just like, it, it fell so flat for me at that moment. And going forward, I was just like, uh, okay. So I'm not going to see anything. I'm yeah. not going to see kind of absolutely you. nothing. Because the first death, like, like, they at least show the guy drowning. See, I would totally like be like, oh, are they really dying? <laughs> exactly. Are they going to all end up in the mm. end, you know, like of the movie somehow? Like, that's totally where my mind would have gone, you know. Obviously, it didn't go that route. No, but... it totally, like, the way that it ends and, um, you know, it's an evil corporation. It's all these, uh, it's all the richest people in the world that just want, you know, their sick fantasies on. So it's hostile. 
Yeah. Okay. Just to watch, you know, these people go through all this shit um, and see who wins and change the scenario by the cast who goes into. How it. was that reveal? Um, the reveal is, you know, the last guy who, uh, well, the last person that we think survives, um, gets to the end, he wins, mm-hmm. um, and it's just some dude walks over and hands him a drink, and he's just like, yeah, you know, uh, this is what we've been doing. He just starts explaining everything. Okay, like a good villain does at yeah. the end of the movie. <laughs> and he just, he just seems like some average, like, run-of-the-mill guy working for these people. Okay. And then he goes to, of course, try to kill the um, the guy, but the, the girl who figured out all the traps in the first place shows up and saves Do you the think day. she's dead at this point? You're supposed to. Okay. There's a room, like, um, at the beginning of the film, um, she's in a class, and they're talking about this theory, and then as soon as you get to this other room, she starts spouting about the same theory that she talked about in class. I was like, okay. She she obviously knows what's really going on and how to solve this. So she basically um, refuses to do the game, and she starts smashing all the cameras and starts looking for a different way out of the room because she thinks that there's um, a way that the people that would make the room would survive if they were in it. Okay. And that's how she, she finds her way out of it. Now, when it, it, they lead you to believe she's dead, where you're like, oh, she's obviously yeah. dead. It was okay. very, very clear. Okay. All right. As I was going to say, I mean, she's, how old is she supposed to be, like? She's in college, so she's Oh, like, she's in college? Mm. She looks so young in the posters. I thought she was like 12 or 13. No, no. Yeah, she's... I'm just that old nowadays. <laughs> no, she's in college. Uh, okay. She's like 20. Oh, okay. Why does she look... Okay. I thought it was like a kid. I was like, man, they'd be ballsy. they fucking mm. killed off a 12-year-old. Um, but yeah. All right. So, overall, you know, do you feel like... I don't know. Is this worthy of a franchise? Um... It sounds like it's like clearly set up. For oh, that. absolutely! It ends the film with you know the bad guy setting up a new trap for the two of them because she refuses to give up on finding out who um, you know did this to them. Okay, so they're out though. They're out, and you know the cops don't believe them. They go back to the rooms where they were, and of course everything's missing okay. because they cleared it up super fast. So that's do you feel like the sequel is going to start right then? Oh, yeah. No, they show you what the trap for the sequel would be. Like, oh, off. okay. They have to take a plane to go somewhere, and they're like, we're making a plane trap. <laughs> Do they, they actually call it a plane trap? No, but they show okay. you exactly <laughs> what the game is. That'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> we're making a plane trap. Um, pull up the plane diagram. <laughs> All right, Christian. So what would you rank this movie, or what would you rate it? Five-star scale. I, sorry, I give as it always. Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, and that's... Being generous. Okay, so don't see this movie then. <laughs> don't go to the theaters. See it on fucking like DVD TBS. If you want. TBS. <laughs> you know. Sunday morning. Exactly. Give it a watch. Like when the sequels do come out, I'll watch them on fucking DVD or something. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's not bad. You actually give them a watch, so I'll give them a watch, but I'm not gonna spend like yeah money. You're not gonna be anticipating the yes. sequel. Uh, what did this movie do box office was? Um, it was thirty four million the last I checked, which was made for like nine million. Okay, was it number one? Uh, no, it was like number two, but there was a uh, larger film. That That's came not out bad though, thirty four million. Mm-hmm. If it was made for nine million, I'm surprised that it had that small of a budget. Nine yeah, million. Yeah, even like when looking that up after I saw the film, I was just like, you know, this is a lot of rooms. You know, you have six actors. I mean, I know they're not, you know, top caliber, but. Did they lean on CGI heavily? No. 
Okay. It's very practical effects. Um, but practical mean, like, effects can be expensive. Like, I mean, setting all that shit up and everything. If you think of it, they set up each room. Each room is a set piece. Mm-hmm. But even then, that seems like it would be expensive sets. Okay. I don't know. Well, good for them, man. I mean, they already made their money back and then yeah. some. So, <laughs> you know. All right. Well, moving on. And that's the perfect segue because this week's episode, we are previewing 2019's horror movies. Yes. We are going to be talking, and we're not talking all of them, because <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's a lot coming out, but these are probably more of the more mainstream and most mm-hmm. anticipated movies, you know, for us at least. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a couple movies that pop up throughout the year. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk them when they pop up or when they catch our interest, but um, yeah, we, we've got a lot of movies to talk about. There are 16 in total. So forgive us if we run through some of these. <laughs> um, the latter ones don't have trailers. The ones that are yes. opening up, like you know, later on in the year, there's not tons. Um, but as those yeah. come around, of course, we'll come back to them. Absolutely, we will, because um, that's the kind of nerds we are. Um, but starting off is a movie that's going to be released this weekend. Yes. Alas, a lot of people are going to die. Don't do this. Are you ready? I am excited for this movie. So yeah, so this is the sequel to Unbreakable and to Split. So, um, surprise sequel. Yes. We didn't know anything about this. We <laughs> had no idea it was in the works until the end of Split. So, um, which I was excited about because I really enjoyed Unbreakable, especially for its time. Um, you know, it was it was different. It was a, a really interesting approach to like a superhero universe mm-hmm. and introducing, you know, these like real world, you know, superheroes. Um, I... I I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the movie's underrated, honestly, um, especially for the time that it was released, because mm-hmm. it was before like the big superhero boom. Really, I think it was right around like when X Men was released. Yes, it came out two thousand. So yes, early two thousand. Mm-hmm. So I, it was actually it was M Night's second movie, I believe. So um, I I dug that movie a lot. Um, I enjoyed Samuel Jackson's performance in that movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of his best performances, honestly. As, as glass so um so when you know david dunn you know bruce willis's character shows up at the end of split i was you know on board and fucking pumped <laughs> to see where it goes now seeing the trailers i've definitely been nervous about this movie just it wasn't necessarily going where i thought it was gonna go it seems like you know we're gonna start off the movie like with them already like captured um mm. and trying to like i don't know prove you know, that this is all real. Um, God, I hope it's all real. I'm going to be really disappointed that this is all their minds. It could Come all be a twist. Night. Oh, God. And there's always that twist. But, you know, hopefully he's learned, you know, from movies like The Village and shit that, you know, it can't revolve around the but twist. I feel like that ruins the ending of Unbreakable where it's like, you know, hey, these are our actual you know, abilities that he has and he's dealing with this. What do you mean? Oh, if there's a twist? Oh, absolutely. Ruin both of those fucking movies. Yeah. So <laughs> that would definitely be disappointing. So hopefully, you know, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong does not shit on his last, you know, two of his better movies. Mm. So, um, you know, and I do enjoy, you know, I want to say a good amount of his catalog, probably more so than others. Like, I like Signs a lot. You know, I, 
I like Unbreakable. I dug Six Sense. I still watch. You know, probably you know Avatar the Last No, I did, did not dig that movie. Um, <laughs> I didn't hate. I, what is it called? Um, Lady in the Water, I believe, with like Paul G- Giamatti. I don't even think I saw it. It's a weird movie, but for some reason I dug it. I don't know. It was. It's really just. I don't know. It was different, mm-hmm. um, and I think maybe that's what I liked about it. But sure. it's a little pretentious. But I don't know. It was fun. It's a zany little movie. Check it out. Okay. Um, but anyway, I guess I worry about the film because I just fucking watched Unbreakable. Okay. So what I loved about that film was, you know, they're really diving into the concepts of, you know, what what is a hero? What what does these powers mean? What do we mean? What what does our existence mean? I want to see yeah, good versus evil, really. Yeah. I want to see Glass, you know, tear down and explain, you know, split, you know, his character. But at the same time, everything I'm seeing from the trailers shows that this is going to be like a big action piece. Compared to what we got in those films. Like, surprisingly so. Like, I was surprised how much action we were getting and everything. I do feel like some of those scenes are going to happen in flashback. Um, like, you know, like how they got captured. So I feel like we're only seeing really, like, you know, maybe the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie. Um, but, yeah, I was kind of surprised with the route they went, you know, with everything that are showing, you know, us from the trailer. So, um, but... I also hope that the Beast isn't easily defeated. Because when they show, like, how they control his... Um, personalities by flashing the light mm-hmm. they also show a scene outside where he's running and they're just flashing lights at him and it seems like he's starting to change because of that and now and the girl from uh split is yes. actually she's seems gonna, like she's gonna have a major role in the movie along with uh, sarah paulson so um you know it feels like sarah paulson is really gonna end up being like almost the main character in the movie like the trailer is like completely being like told through her character mm-hmm. you know her interviewing you know the three separate you know um, characters in the movie and everything so um i don't know i don't know I, I i do we feel like too like are they going to be setting up some kind of like franchise for this like are we going to go forward with this story or do you feel like it's a one and done like this I is his this like is trilogy i don't almost. trust him <laughs> no i don't either i honestly don't um you know i i man i really don't i'm really concerned about this movie the more i talk about i'm excited for it mm. but Man, he ends up disappointing me so much, you know, a lot of times. And I feel like I'm, I am was so excited for it at first until that trailer came out. And now, like, the more I see and everything, I was like, where are we going with this? Um, you know, and I'm hoping, like I said, it's just a case of, like, we're only seeing a small portion mm-hmm. of the movie and there's a lot more to it. Um, I just don't want Glass to be a cackling villain at the end of the movie. And I feel like that, you know he kind of is sticking with tropes and that was the whole like point of the Mm. first movie you know really diving into like you know those different you know like the villain trope and the whole you know hero trope and what makes those work yes but he also Um, explains that those are over exaggerations mm -hmm. yeah but i feel like glass is so about that and so i mean just the way he dresses Mm. and the way he presents himself where I could see him going, you know, just how elaborate his plan was, yeah. you know, at you know in that first movie. Um, I mean, he's which I loved. Some, mm, he's earned some cackling. Yeah, <laughs> I just I, I don't, don't. I don't know, man. I just don't want it to be too over the top. But yes, I guess he has earned some cackling and mustache twirling, mm. if you will. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Don't fuck this up, M Night, please, <laughs> please. We're begging. 
Yes. So Split was such, a, you know, I mean, M. Night was really like one of my favorite directors for his like first like three movies, like where I was anticipating all of his movies, um, you know, and it went downhill really quickly. So I was happy to see him get back on track, you know, so it would just be disappointing if this was a dud. Mm-hmm. It really would be. So he, he brought you in, he gave you some trust and then. Well, think about that. How many directors do you know that have rebounded like after like, you know, uh, just not too many. Yeah. Like a streak of, you know, shit movies mm-hmm. like he's kind of had recently. What was the one where. The, it was like Marky Mark was in it, and like the that happening. Everything was the oh god, and I was, was actually that M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, oh, yes. Where it was like the plants or something yeah, like that. It's just in the air. Oh god! And the trailers were so promising for that movie. I was so excited for that movie at first. And by the end of the movie, it's like, what did I just sit through? Jesus Christ! First of all, I'm have to buy like Marky Mark as like a like I think it was like a physics professor or some uh-huh. kind of scientist or something. Which, like, after the first, like, two minutes, I was like, no, you're not. No. <laughs> You've been miscast. So, uh, but yeah, no. Hopefully that doesn't go this route. So, um, but anyway. If you can't tell, I'm nervous about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be reviewing it next episode. <laughs> so, um, but that being said, let's get through these yeah, previews because uh, we've, we've got a lot. <laughs> this next movie, I didn't know too much about it until we threw it on the list. That's uh, Piercing. The victim has to be a prostitute. Your guess is on the way up. Thank you. The first step is to get her tied up and gagged. She'll probably try to run and scream. Is everything all right, sir? Everything's fine. You could still kill her. What? Yes, um, I thought this trailer was amazing looking, though. Um, it seems like it's going to be a total fucking mindfuck. I just don't know what the fuck's going on. No, I, but I love that. <laughs> That's what I want, you know? We don't need to know everything. Mm. Um, this is by Nicholas... P- oh, God, I'm going to mispronounce this. Pess? P.S.? Peace, Peace? whatever, man. <laughs> he did a movie that's you know, got like a decent amount of critical acclaim, uh, The Eyes of My Mother. Um, so this movie has a decent amount of buzz around it. And then he's also going to be directing a movie uh, further down our list coming out in the fall, uh, The Grudge Remake. So, um, which seeing this trailer, I would never guess that he would mm. be directing a grudge film. But maybe he brings something different to the table. Um, but this has definitely got a good look to it. Um, seems like just the way the trailer's cut is fantastic. I mean, I know that rarely does a director have anything to do with, you know, a trailer being cut. But they definitely did good work on this trailer because mm-hmm. it made me want to see the movie. You know, because at first, you know, I read kind of the synopsis of the movie, which I'll do right now. A man kisses his wife and a baby goodbye and seemingly heads away on business with a plan to check into a hotel Call an escort service and kill an unsuspecting prostitute. You know, I mean, <laughs> sounds like a horrible movie, but, you know, I mean, has a little like American, like, psycho quality to it. Yeah, I was, um, I was actually going to bring that up. I was like, do you think they'll go the kind of American psycho routes with this character? I think there's definitely a question of what the hell's going mm. on. You know, is this real? Is it not? You know, he's sitting there like it feels like he's getting advice from different like people on the oh, phone. Absolutely. I'm guessing it's just his subconscious. It seems like it's his wife, the people down in the lobby are giving him advice. You know, it's just like, yeah, total mind fuck. Mm-hmm. And I, I dig that, you know, and I love that about American Psycho. So, but, um, 
I don't know, man. I don't His know. relationship with the prostitute is just like... Like, but the prostitutes seem to be different people, so I don't know if he was, you know, or maybe I'm confused, but it just felt like, I don't know, it seemed like it was like maybe he's, you know, had some different trials and mm-hmm. like, you know, has like failed. Um, but I don't know, man. It's a novel concept. Um, it feels like a really dark comedy in a way um, from what I got from the trailer. and Maybe I'm just fucked up. <laughs> um, but it it had a good look about it too. I mean, you know, it, was it was like that first fucking moment where it's like he just turns his head and there's the woman and he has to run back and stop her. He's like, I, I just forgot something in my room and he's dragging this woman back. Yes, and that room. felt very. That was, the, the, mm. I think, right away made me think of American Psycho um, when he's chasing the prostitute. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm on board though. I am on board, and this is coming out February first. Yes. So, but I'm kind of getting mixed. Um, word on whether or not it's actually going to be in the theaters or if it's going to be a small release and it's going to be mostly streaming. So we shall see. I mean, take your dates on Valentine's Day. (laughs) Total total date movie. You know, killing prostitutes. You know, exactly what the missus would love to see. Absolutely. (laughs) Will you be bringing your girlfriend to this movie? Uh, I mean, if I can. (laughs) Me taking her to escape room was like kind of like trying to open that door like, hey, Let's see scarier movies. Okay. Yeah, she doesn't. Like I feel movies. like this is going from like, <laughs> you know, you know, some water down, like Ghostbusters, if you mm. will, to like, you know, Evil Dead. So I don't know if this is the next, you know, movie you take her to, Christian. But you know, good luck with that. Well, I know I'm getting her to go see us. <laughs> okay. And then maybe I'm trying to get more horror in there. You know. Okay. I, she she I likes just... fucking things like Saw, but she can't handle like. Oh, well, this Scary might have film. a little Saw aspect to it. So, exactly. So. All right. Well, let we'll me see. know how that works, man. <laughs> <laughs> a movie that I might see is uh, Happy Death Day to You. I don't believe this. It's Monday the 18th again. Stop global warming. I thought it ended the loop, but I'm back. Oh, my God. Everything's different this time. It's coming after all of us. If you don't reset the day and try again, they're dead for good, aren't they? So I'm going to have to die over and over again. Did you see the first one? I have not yet. Okay. Um, it's basically Groundhog Day meets a slasher movie, mm-hmm. um, but not as cool as that sounds. So I was no not Bill a, Murray? No Bill Murray, and not as funny, and I don't know. There's not enough slashing But based it. off this trailer, it seems like they're trying to be as funny. Yes. Um... It has a good following. It did really well in the box office. I don't know if fans are just that desperate for a slasher movie. It's just kind of like what you talked about for me with the first one of these, and maybe this movie goes a completely different route. Um, what you talked about with Escape Room, where the threat never felt real because mm. you weren't seeing that much. Um, this felt very much, you know, very, I know, sterilized because one, you know that it doesn't matter how she dies because. She's coming back literally the next mm-hmm. day. She's going to wake up in her bed and it's going to start all over again. Um, and two, like, I don't know, they didn't really spend that much time with any of the suspense or any of the deaths. So, um, you know, it's just more about her getting out of the trap of just being stuck in this day over and over again. And I don't mean to be the sick guy in the room, but I feel like it's more entertaining, or at least it would have had such more of an entertainment value to see her go through different types of deaths. 
and that's especially if she's going to keep being brought back to life. Yes, and this is a PG thirteen movie, so they knew you know what crowd they were trying to cater to mm-hmm. towards your kids. Um, yes, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, the the deaths definitely lacked impact because you weren't seeing that mm-hmm. much, and you knew that you know yeah these characters are dying, but they're going to be alive again in the next like five minutes. So. Um, the trailer, I don't know, it looks more of the same. Somehow she's back into this whole cycle again. Mm. Um, so I feel like you're going to be kind of replaying a lot of the same jokes from the first movie, but that's just me guessing. <laughs> I feel like it's going to go that standard, like, sequel route. Um, but I don't know, man. I mean, to each his own. I mean, there's definitely an audience out there for this. Um, you know, and this is definitely a date movie. You know, I feel like so. Maybe you go this movie hmm. instead of piercing. She's so. interested in the first one, so let's <laughs> check that out. And this is actually coming out on February fourteenth. So look at that, perfect, Christian, perfect. All right, man. So uh, solved all my issues. Don't have to buy flowers or nothing. <laughs> look at that. Uh, so next up, moving on, we've got Prodigy. Mommy, what's wrong with me? Miles is having a very difficult time making friends. I want you to tell me everything that you remember. I don't remember anything. Miles's brain is extremely well developed. He may need a specialist. You must be Miles. Miles is dangerous. I don't feel safe with him in the house. Oh my God. He's so different now. I feel like I don't know him. Mommy. Will you always love me? No matter what I do. Um, Man, February releases. A lot, right? <laughs> and this is actually coming out before Happy Death Day 2, um, mm. or to you, I believe it's called. Uh, this is coming out February 8th. So, um, this is, uh, let me read the blurb here. A mother concerned about her young son's disturbing behavior thinks something supernatural may be affecting him. And I would agree with her. I think something supernatural is affecting him. Um, what did you think about this trailer? Um... I mean, the teaser threw me off, but watching the actual trailer, I think I enjoyed that a lot more. There was um, definitely more classic horror to it than the the teaser just fucking just... The teaser felt like they were really leaning into, like, this boy being kind of possessed by mm. something with the whole, like, psychologist, you know, hypnotizing the boy and then trying to, like, all right, now I'm not talking to, you know, I forgot his name, Andy anymore. Let me talk to, you know whoever um so i was like okay well this is a possession movie but the trailer felt like it left that element out you know maybe they were like oh we showed way too much Mm -hmm. um and i was like oh well i want to see this movie like after i saw the trailer um it felt a lot more creepy you know so hopefully the movie's more like the trailer and less like the teaser (laughs) Uh, i can only help i mean the teaser felt like i've seen this movie already yeah i felt like i was watching babadook Uh, again Yes, like Which, a studio version exactly. of Babadook. And maybe that's what this is, and that doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing, um, but just a really messed up little kid, mm. you know? I love the uh, poster with him, like with the half-skeleton face, though. I thought that was pretty cool. And there's some creepy moments in the trailer. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm definitely going to see this in the theater. Mm. So, 
Um, you know, it feels like probably a hodgepodge of movies we've seen before, but that's not a bad thing. You know, that can work. And, you know, I, I don't know. It seems like it's got a good, you know, cast around it. I mean, I will crew. give more points for originality, though. Yeah, and maybe they will go that route. I don't know. But I feel like, how many fucking evil little kid movies have we seen? A ton. Yes, but they're not a bad thing. I, I enjoy it. I, like, I love the fucking <laughs> Omen, man. You know? Kids can be creepy. I've got one. So. <laughs> There's plenty of times I wake up in the middle of the night and she's literally just standing in front of me, not saying anything. And I've seen enough horror movies where I know that's not a good thing. <laughs> Luckily, she hasn't killed me yet. But <laughs> don't be surprised, Christian, if I don't show up to work one day. No so. static on the TV. <laughs> not yet, at least. Okay. So. <laughs> but yeah, no. I love I love my Ava anyway. So. <laughs> Well, speaking of family. Oh, movies. and you know what? Um, the director, I'm sorry, uh, directed The Pack, which is a great movie, and I highly recommend check mm-hmm. it out. So I think that's another reason when I'm saying, like, it's got a good, like, cast and crew around it. When I saw that name, I was like, oh, okay. And I love the fact that it seems like Hollywood is starting to pull from a lot of those independent, like, horror movies. Um, so, you know, they're going to the people mm. who know, you know, knows how to do this genre. Right? Like it's you know, that's the way it should be, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, yeah. back to my segue. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Hit me with it. Uh, speaking of family movies, we have Us. Come- oh, that was cute. Yeah. Bravo. Yes. Bravo. <laughs> if you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. All right, so Christian, give us the little blurb. Hey, mother and father take their kids to the beach house, expecting to enjoy time with friends. But their serenity turns to tension and chaos when some visitors arrive uninvited. So this is probably my most anticipated horror movie of the year. Um, And I didn't even know this movie was happening until like three weeks ago. Mm. (laughs) But since then... That's all I've been thinking about was like this trailer and everything and how excited I am. Yeah, the only project we thought they were working on was like Candyman. Yeah, that's all we were hearing about. Mm -hmm. Um, But this looks phenomenal. I had no idea this was in production. Um, This is directed by Jordan Peele and this is written by Jordan Peele. So um, Get Out was one of my favorite movies of uh, 2017. So um, this trailer looks amazing. Um, We talked about it really last episode, Mm -hmm. I believe. But um, this had everything I was looking for, you know, what I look for in a horror movie, um, you know, and what I look for in a trailer where it just keeps you guessing. You have no idea what the fuck's going on. And that's a good thing. It looks original. It looks different. I mean, there are... you have no idea what the fuck is happening. Yes, exactly. So, but I know I trust Jordan Peele at Mm -hmm. this point, you know, and that's after one movie, but it's such a damn good movie. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm excited. This comes out March 21st. So, I mean, God, the first three months of this year, man, is horror heavy. Yes. So, but I mean, it doesn't stop all year round, honestly. So, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I got, what do you think? I mean, are you, I'm extremely excited. Is this topping your list? Of, At the moment. Yeah. I mean, um, fucking just the visuals are beautiful and terrifying all at the same time. I love the um, fucking trailer with the little girl. She gets choked by the other. Yes. That moment. And every, just like, 
There's yes. so many fucking elements, and I don't know what's going to happen. Because it's, as you said when we talked about the trailer, it starts off like any other like home invasion type of story, and then it just fucking goes crazy. Yes. Because <laughs> at first you're like, oh, is this like a body snatcher tale mm-hmm. or something? But then like it goes like, you know, just insane, and you're like, what am I looking at? Like and all the shit visuals. happening in like broad daylight. Yes, explosions, and yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on. So, And it feels like it's going to be leaning a lot on the cast performances, mm-hmm. um, since they're going to be playing dual roles a lot of the time. Um, but like what we've seen, like you said, the little girl like strangling the other little girl, um, the boy um, in the movie, um, and then the mom, mm-hmm. you know, just their facial expressions alone. It's insane. The list of movies that um, he gave, what's the actress's name? I was oh, forgetting it. The uh, list of movies that um, Jordan Peele gave her were just insane. insane. The Shining, The Babadook, It Follows, uh, A Tale of Two Sisters, The Birds, Funny Games, Martyrs. Martyrs is fantastic. I don't know if you've seen Martyrs. Yes, see the uh, foreign version of Martyrs, not the U.S. version. But um, Let the Right One In and Six Sense. So, I mean, a who's who of like horror movies. I would love to see Lupita in um, the Babadook type role. Oh, okay. I think okay. she'd do an amazing job as the mom. Okay. Like in like a remake version of If the they Bible? did, it, yeah, that'd be great. I could see that. Okay. I don't know if they'll be remaking that anytime no. soon, but I mean... <laughs> it's still pretty fresh in people's minds. But she's a great actress, mm-hmm. so I mean, she could really do it. I could see But I mean, I'm saying like if that's on her homework and that's like something that we could get in this film, I'd absolutely love to see. Yeah, that. no, and I'm saying like it's an interesting group of movies too mm-hmm. cuz I don't necessarily see the through line except they're just all awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> so it makes me even more curious on what the hell's going on in this movie. So, but yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely like up there on top of my list for movies to see in 2018. And that's just across the board, not just in horror. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, moving on, what do we have up next? Uh, we have Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery 2019. It was a myth. Kids used to dare each other to go into the woods at night. They knew the power of that place. They feared it. Those woods belong to something else. The ground is bad. Maybe just some crazy folk tale. But there is something up in those woods. Something that brings things back. dead is better another movie that just kind of snuck up on me last year <laughs> but they just dropped a trailer out of nowhere so um let's read the blurb so pet cemetery 2019 i'm not going to read the blurb because i feel like if you're listening to <laughs> a uh, list of you know most anticipated horror movies You've seen fucking Pet Cemetery. It's a goddamn <laughs> classic. And shame on you if you haven't. Go see the damn movie. Um, but yeah, it's about a man, his family, um, you know, and death. And yeah. how much and it sucks. And they spell cemetery wrong. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's the whole movie right there. <laughs> um, but it's a classic Stephen King movie. Uh, check it out. Um, but, you know, what we got in the trailer, um, I don't know, looks strong. You know, a lot of cool different visuals, things mm. I didn't um, expect to be in the trailer. Things It looks different enough than the original that, you know, it got me excited. Because when you do a remake of this film, it's always dangerous, you yeah. know, especially for me. It, I feel like it's one of my favorite, you know, horror movies to probably put on my top 20 list. So um, you got to bring something different to the table. And with the book that Stephen King did, there's enough there that wasn't in that film where they could kind of, you know, show us something different. So is that what you hope for? Is that they give you a lot more of what's in the book or do you um yeah a little i just hope they go like show us a, a few different you know chapters that weren't covered in the movie mm-hmm. just to, you know give us a different angle you know if you will you know for the movie so um because it, it's a great book too you know and it's not a case of uh, well the book is better than the movie i feel mm-hmm. like they kind of stand side to side and they work together um you know um but it i don't know it, it really is just just a haunting story and you know, it really, you know, does, you know, death so well, like just how the characters deal with it. Um, you know, it really does. I mean, sometimes death is better, you know, it is its tagline. So, but it really explores that and everything. And just, you know, so many like taboo subjects are covered, you know, with death and everything, you know, um, you know, it just really, I won't get too far into it, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's up there on my list too. You know, um, right along with us. So no, yeah, um, I think that's like my second, as far as horror goes, along the second one I want to see. Yes. Um, hold on. Yes, and this is actually um, directed by, and I'm gonna fuck up his name once again, Kevin Koshek, and then Dennis Widmire, and they um, were the directors on Starry Eyes. Um, which is a great like art house horror movie that came out a couple years ago. Um, really just a fresh movie, something completely different that you've never seen before um, that you know I, I highly recommend checking out. So um, and visually from the trailer, it feels like you know you're gonna get you know those directors' vision. So, because it, it does feel different enough and everything, and just so many cool just scenes that like flash on the screen quickly. Mm-hmm. We're like, what the fuck was that? You know, um, like the little kids like marching, you know, through the forest with the animal masks on and everything. Um, just really, you know, creepy shit. So, um, you know, and it's got a, a, an awesome cast around John Lithgow, Jason Clark. Um, yeah, so. I, it's going to take a lot for them to fuck this up. <laughs> so I'm giving them a 50-50 chance. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. You, you're, it's on your list? It's definitely, yes. Because um, it's it looks really well done. So I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm anticipating that it looks like it's, not to use game of but like a triple-A film rather than you know, okay. like on a B scale. Okay. Okay, triple-A. <laughs> okay. I like it. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, like I said, this movie's an undertaking, though. But I'm, I'm not surprised that studios are going to the Stephen King well now. No, after, after it. it. Yeah. yeah, you know. And, the, I mean, they've always been dipping in that well. Mm. But now with, you know, the success of it, we're going to be seeing a lot of movies. But this is definitely one that would be first on my list to be remade. No, it's good know? to see these in kind of the high-def uh, generation and seeing how people handle it. 
with the techniques that we have nowadays. Exactly, exactly. I just hope they don't go heavy like CGI and mm. they kind of keep it with all about the atmosphere and everything like that and the suspense and tension. And I feel like, you know, these directors are the right people to do it. You know, I say it. no CGI in this film. Really? You think there'll be no CGI? I don't want no CGI. They could go that route. I think if they do use CGI, it'd be very basic. I mean, mm. maybe with like Pascal and stuff like that. Um, but even his character, they could definitely not like lean on it a lot i think we have enough good special effects makeup they do but the studios just get lazy with it because it's easier to cgi it like you know post-process so i mean cg practical effects just take so much time and Mm. so much setup it's more about the time than it is that you know the cost of it so um you burn film so much you know not that there's actually film anymore you know everything's fucking digital Mm. but it is a lot you know so, um, that's, I mean, that's why they, you know, sometimes just get lazy with it CGI. Because, like, give me practical effects over CGI mm. anytime. So, in, in a horror movie especially. So, uh, what do we got next? Uh, Brightburn. Who am I? You are a gift. I know it's been difficult for you lately that you feel different from other kids. baby for so long. Just out of nowhere. And this is being produced by James Gunn. um, And it's written by, I think, his brother-in-law and his brother. um, Or no, his brother-in-law and like a cousin or something like that. Brian and Mark Gunn. Yes. So obviously directly related. Somehow it's coming out at the perfect time. uh, May 24th. Yes. Right in the middle of everything. Yes. Of all the superhero (laughs) hoopla. Um, So let's read the blurb. Uh, What if a child from another world crash landed on Earth? Sounds familiar. Uh, But instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he he proved to be something far more sinister. I mean, Superman on itself is pretty sinister, so... (laughs) To me, at least. Super... Just, what, reading the comic? Are you Are you saying? (laughs) (laughs) But no... We only had to read one this year. Yes. Um, but, but yes, no, I hate Superman. So I, I'm, I'm totally. No, I always love. I mean, I've, I've talked about it a million times. I love dark Superman side stories. Mm-hmm. You know, how the fuck could we trust an alien race to come to this planet and not fuck shit up? Especially this, with that much power. That much power and everything. And, and then a have child. a child, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with that much power. Um, once again, this looks like it's going to be well done. I mean, just I, 
just the way it was shot, you know, trailer for the trailer and everything like that, the way it was cut and everything, it looks mm-hmm. like it's going to be really suspenseful, lots of tension. Um, you know, there's nothing like a creepy kid, as I talked about before. <laughs> um, so especially a creepy kid that could just rip your fucking head off, you know. Um, I just hope it doesn't get too goofy. What do you I... mean? Why do you feel like it's going to get goofy? I don't know. I, I mean, the, what they've shown us so far has been very intense, but it could easily be like, oh, he's using all the different Superman powers to kill people in different varieties of ways in a not-so-scary way. I don't feel like it's going to go that. Like, I feel like it's going to be heat vision and just raw strength, you know? I hope that's what mm. it is. Like, I mean, what do you think? Like, he's going to use his, like, his, like, freeze breath or something? Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. You know, or, like, he turns back time by racing around the planet <laughs> a few times. Well, no, he literally just killed everyone on the planet. He just stops time. Because if he stops the planet's well, rotation, everyone... Yes, I understand how that really works. I'm, talk- <laughs> I'm referring to the first Superman movie. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying, like, if he were... If they were to That's the whole that, movie, he just yes. goes around the planet and kills everyone. everyone. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> I give it so many points. Uh, That's hilarious. <laughs> um, he has, like, a letter that he can rip off his chest, and it, like, instead of just wrapping, it just burns through them. That's a classic scene, though. Nice pull. <laughs> nice pull. <laughs> My God, that mo- that movie goes crazy. Yeah, though, right. It <laughs> just makes up powers. Yes, makes up powers, <laughs> and we just kind of dealt with it. I still love the fucking movie though, for some reason. But you know, uh, I don't. Man, yeah, no. I, I, it's such a great concept and everything, mm. um, and it looks creepy as all get out. So I, I don't know, man. I, I trust James Gunn. Um, it's directed by someone named David Yard Yardowski. Man, I'm brutalizing these names. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I, I I don't know anything about his work, um, but it does have some of like you know James Gunn's like you know cast you know his his returning cast mm. like Elizabeth Banks in it. So, um, but yeah, I expect good things out of it. Me as well. It's just a cool concept for a horror movie, mm. you know, something different. So, all right. Uh, so speaking of something not different, we are getting <laughs> a Child's Play uh, remake. Yep. A mother gives her son a toy doll for his birthday, unaware of its more sinister nature. Yes, and um, this is actually not um, done by Don um, Mancini, who did the originals. Um, so it doesn't really have his blessing, I believe. So um, that's a little disappointing. I don't know if we need a remake of, you know, Child's Play. Um, I know, I think Mancini, he's going to be doing a series, a, a Chucky series, oh. too. So I don't know how interested I'm in this. Um, I was never a huge Chucky fan. I actually became more of a Chucky fan later on. Mm-hmm. You know, the older I got, I kind of enjoyed the movies for what they were. When I was younger, I was like, this is bullshit. This style sounds scary. What the <laughs> hell is this? But they're fun slasher films. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's not voiced by Brad Dwarf, too, is a huge, like, I don't know, I don't know con for me. So I, Brad Dwarf is that character. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for him not to voice the character. Um, he is Chucky, um, and I can't imagine any other voice coming out of that doll. So I mean, right away, you know, that's a huge negative. I think eventually it was going to happen, no matter. No, what. eventually, but the dude's still alive. You know, yeah. and it's not a case of like you know Robert England being too old to play like Freddy Krueger, which I still don't think he is. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, it's voice acting. So, and his voice is so iconic, 
like right when that doll starts talking maybe they don't have him as you know that character you know maybe he just keeps the doll's voice you know it's just a possessed doll um it i don't know man i, I just I, uh, we haven't gotten like a real trailer yet mm. so maybe they'll change my mind but i'm actually more interested in see what they do with like don mancini's like you know tv series because i feel like that could be fun <laughs> so um but yeah this i don't know i don't know um it i just, mean we haven't seen enough of it for me to mm-hmm. judge whether or not it's gonna be good or not no and i guess i'm kind of saying the same thing mm-hmm. but in a lot more negative I, fashion so. i wouldn't mind them just sticking with a doll voice as if we're not going to get that might as well just stick with a doll voice it that's creepy on its own mm-hmm yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I don't, I have Annabelle already. Like yeah. Chucky to me is just a different creature. So and it's all about that kind of campy mm. horror goodness, you know, and that slasher fun. Um, but I don't know. I just I'm just not I'm not into it right now. So I I, I guess I need a trailer. Mm. So I think it could be done very well if it if if it's treated properly. Okay. Well, we shall see. Uh, and maybe, like I said, I could be singing a different tune after I see the trailer. Like, oh, this looks amazing. <laughs> Give me more of this. <laughs> so, um, all right, moving on. What do we got next? Oh, The Grudge. Yes. Um, and we kind of briefly talked about this before. It's directed by the same guy who did Pierced, um, which was earlier on the list. Mm. Um, is it Pierced? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not what? Piercing. Sorry. It's okay. You know, I'm a stickler for that. So, Um, it's directed by this uh, Nicholas, once again, Pias, Peace, but I I don't know. But it's the same, it's the director from Piercing. So, um, who definitely, you know, feels like a visionary, at least from that trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of critical acclaim. So, I was really surprised to see him attached to, like, you know, a remake like this. Um, but I'm hoping that he brings a different take to it. There's a lot of visual work that you can do with the grudge, though. Did you like the original grudge? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I did, too. I dug the original grudge. I thought it was one of the better, like, J-horror movies that, you know, we got when we got that yes. huge boom <laughs> of J-horror movies, like, you know, after The Ring. But I thought it was one of the better ones. I mean, that, like, ghost, you know, no, that they use in it. The grudge used to fucking terrify the show. Just, I mean, really creepy. Um... So, but uh, reading the blurb, a house is cursed by a vengeful ghost that dooms those who enter it with a violent death. And that's all you need to know, really. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not much else information out there. Um, it is supposed to be dropping in June, so it's not too far away. So we should be getting a trailer soon um, with this. But yeah, um, it's supposed to be just reimagining the original story. Um, what the hell is the name of the fucking the actual J horror movie. J um, Juan. Juan. Have you seen Juan? Mm. I've seen Juan versus uh, the Girl from the Ring. <laughs> Is that a fan made <laughs> film? No, it's a serious Japanese film. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I want to see that. When did that <laughs> come out? It was on one of the streaming services, and it was fucking nuts. Just insane. <laughs> Is it like really campy? Points, but it's like okay. it's mostly them fighting. I didn't shit. even know about this movie. Oh, I'm definitely They're checking like it out. Both like going after people and shit. Like yeah, like it's a contest. It's like one's people? protecting the other because they. It's like one's kill. I don't know. It's 
watch. Well, it sounds fucking ancient, <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm going to have to, you don't know the title, though? I forgot. What. It, it's literally, it's Juon versus, um, and whatever the um, Japanese name for the girl from the ring is. Okay. Um, you know, Juon was good. I enjoyed it. Um, but I, this is one of the cases where I felt like the grudge was just as good. You know, yeah, I've never seen the actual original. Okay. Um, I've seen terrifying images from the original. I've seen games based off the original that are. Oh, famous. really? So there's games based yes. off of it. Okay, that's cool. Um, and it feels like it would definitely, you know, mm. make a good like make for a good video game. So, uh, but yeah, no, I they both hold up. I mean, it's it, it's definitely the American version is not like a shot for shot mm. remake. A lot of like. Those J-horror movie, you know, remakes that we got were, like, shot for shots, but just very watered down. Um, that was not the case with The Grudge. It was actually really well done. So, um, and one of, like, Sarah Michelle Gellar's, like, better performances mm. after, like, Buffy. So, um, I just feel like a modern remake of the, I mean, like, a modern version of this film could be way scarier. Okay. Okay. Because it did really deal with a lot of suspense and everything, mm. and just really like terrifying like imagery so what do you think like a modern take of it would bring to the table i just feel like the, the way that the imagery could be handled and especially with the effects nowadays mm-hmm. um like the fucking um the ceiling when the hair is all over the fucking place Ima- I, mm-hmm. I can only imagine what that would look like with today's um graphics and, yeah and how that would look yeah, you know, with me, I always get worried. Like when you start talking <laughs> about CGI and everything, like I know, that. Like, but they go over the top with it. I feel like um, we can mix CGI and practical practical effects, effects yes. in nowadays way better than we did before. Yeah, and I mean that's I feel like when CGI is used best mm. is when it's enhancing the practical effects. So I agree with that. Because um, some of the you know, like, except for like on obviously like a giant blockbuster film <laughs> like you know Avengers Endgame, mm. so then CGI it up. I I get it, but yes, with a movie like that, you know, oh, yeah. the less is more. I feel like the more terrifying you can because my eye can always tell, mm. you know. And I don't know if it's just because of my generation. I'm sure a lot of practical effects look awful to you, you know, from you know back in the day. But I'd much rather have a bad like practical effect than like a but bad. But they're CGI less layering on a fucking screen. Like when you like when we talked about Final Destination earlier, mm-hmm. and you see those deaths, and it's like literally the fakest like head is like fly, flying off mm. compared to like practical effect where it's it's still being pulled and everything, but you don't get this weird glare. Yes, this, like fucking stretch that look polish or, to yeah. it. You know, yeah, I definitely feel like that's there with CGI. You know. Bad CGI because there's definitely good CGI. What about the Marvel team to fucking make a horror? Film? Oh god, that'd be awesome, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever they got on their CGI team, exactly. But then it's just you know the nature of the beast, though. You're not gonna you know have these giant budget yeah. horror movies, unfortunately. <laughs> not yet. We're gonna have years, you know, in the mm. making CGI wise. So maybe one day, maybe one day. But yeah, I, you know, I'm kind of interested in this you know but like once again a lot of these later movies that we're getting into don't have trailers yet mm. so it's hard for me to really judge did you did you see the last rings film where no i of... did not the uh, right it wasn't a, a remake it was kind of like it a, was it's a sequel okay it's like a... yeah it just didn't look i don't know 
I don't know. It was a cheap sequel. There was nothing. It. Yeah, I felt like it was just trying to like, okay, well, we've got this movie. Mm. We have the rights to it, but we have to make a movie. Because sometimes that happens. Oh, yeah. Where they have to make a movie within a certain time to keep mm-hmm. the rights. Fantastic Four. So, yes. <laughs> that's what it felt like. Like, we just have to put a movie out there. Mm. Um, you know, I was like, okay, this just feels like a cash grab. And, you know, a, a company trying to hold on to the rights mm. of the movie. No, I would, so, and all the reviews kind of sounded the same. Yeah. So. I'd absolutely love to see both this and The Ring fucking be get remade a well and, done yeah. remake. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I it, I love the the original Ring. Mm. You know, it's not on the list, obviously, but <laughs> yeah, give me a remake to like a real like well done remake mm. to that. I think there's a way, a different angle you could approach that movie. You know, where you could freshen it up and bring something new. As long as you give me, like, a director that's going to take it seriously. Um, That's why, like, what we've seen from the trailer for Piercing, I kind of get, like, you know, something that's going to fuck with you. Mm -hmm. Like, The Grudge is a perfect film with that. Yeah. That shit's going to fuck with you. Well, and especially from from that trailer Mm -hmm. for Piercing, I can tell that he's got a great eye for visuals because everything looks wonderful in that movie, you know. Um, So I feel like, yeah, you're right. You know, he could bring something new, you know, to the table. And if, I, if I'm not mistaken, like, Grudge had, like, this kind of white and black palette to it. Yes, well, the, where the ghost, the little yeah. boy is, like, like stark white, mm-hmm. you know, with, like, really, like, deep black hair, um, you know, um, with, like, a cat's meow and weird <laughs> yes. stuff, right? It was really bizarre. Um, There's just a lot of fun visual things you could do with it. Yes, yes. And that movie's a total head trip, too, mm-hmm. which, I mean, we... Just from judging from the trailer piercing, it feels like he can do well. Yes. You know, we're totally judging everything from this, you know, hey, two minute trailer. What I've got. But that's what I've got. You know, and I, <laughs> like I said, I was really impressed by the trailer. And that's honestly, that's why that movie's on the list because that trailer was so well done. Because I was like, well, I hadn't really heard that much mm-hmm. about this movie, so I almost cut. But then I saw the trailer. I was like, no, this goes on the list. So hopefully, it doesn't suck. Um, but anyway, uh, next up is Annabelle. Uh, forgot this movie's coming out this year so this is part three of it it is untitled um but it's supposed to be dropping in july so i'm surprised we haven't gotten more from i feel like we got maybe a scene or something like that we know patrick wilson is back um you know and it's gonna be a main part of the story um actually this time around Mm. so um but yeah uh let's see do we even have a blurb no it's the you don't even have a blur in the annabelle franchise yeah and then uh Ed and Lorraine Warren are like back, and they're mm-hmm. the main protagonists in the movie. So Which is interesting because it's not titled just Conjuring. You know? Yeah, really, but I guess it's probably yeah. I mean, but Annabelle's become its own franchise, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I don't know, and maybe they're more side characters. Um, but the way it's be, it's being presented right now is like you know they're the main characters. You know, it's like their final battle against the Annabelle doll. No, is this a prequel or is this? I think we we've talked about it before. Is is this going to be in between films for Conjuring, or I think it's somehow in between okay. the Conjuring films, you know. So I'm not sure. I think maybe it's like right. I'm guessing maybe after the first Conjuring movie. Mm-hmm. So we'll see though. So it's directed by Gary Doberman, and I believe that's how you say his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually did the sequel to Annabelle. He. Uh, co-wrote it and he uh wrote the nun so well, he wrote it as well he was part of yes yes so uh i don't i mean i wasn't a huge fan of the nun yes but the other two titles of course i'm 
fully behind. Annabelle Creation was way better than the first one. Yes. If you ask me. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I didn't hate the first one, but no. it was definitely a step up. Mm. Um, but yeah, no. So, I mean, that's definitely promising. I mean, having Patrick Wilson in your movie right away, I feel like, upgrades it. So, I, I'm a big fan of his work. Aquaman. So, I liked Aquaman, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> he is the Ocean Master, Christian. Yeah, by casting. That. Anyway... Anyway, um, you'll learn. You'll learn to love that movie. <laughs> I don't know what you were expecting from Aquaman. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting either. All right. Anyway, okay, we're not talking about Aquaman. Um, no, but yeah, <laughs> I like the concept. I like that we're bringing you know the Wards back into mm-hmm. like you know Annabelle's world right now. Um, but you know, and I feel like James Wan has a good track record. Yes. Don't bring up Aquaman, asshole. <laughs> um, but <laughs> hopefully this isn't just a cash grab. Yes. I mean, this whole Conjuring universe is just going, man. It really is. Mm. I, I don't know what installment this is now. Technically, it's like the seventh or right. eighth, yeah. right? That's insane to think. So it feels like it's still just getting started. You know what's not on the list here is I felt like the the third installment Conjuring. of the Conjuring was supposed to be coming out, but I didn't see it anywhere. So maybe that's twenty twenty. Yes. You know, it makes sense though if the Warrens are in this movie. And I know. think we're supposed to get Crooked Man next year. Yeah, Crooked Man two is supposed to be the next spinoff. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and I'm really actually excited for Crooked Man. I thought that was a cool character mm-hmm. in the the second movie. So hopefully, it's more than just a visual character. You know. Yes, more to it, but... I, I have a feeling it will be though. So, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I've been in the bag for these movies, so I've seen them all so far. So I will definitely be in the theaters for this one. Uh, next up is scary stories to tell in the dark, um, and we talked about this recently. So um, this is going to be directed by Andre Overdell. Um, he actually did a movie that got lots of critical acclaim that I did not see: uh, the Autopsy of Jane Doe. So I don't know if you've heard of that. I did hear of it. I did not see it. Yeah, I have not seen it. So it's definitely on my queue of movies I need to see. Um, and it is produced by... Guillermo del Toro. Yes. So... Monster extraordinaire. And it feels like the perfect fit. Mm-hmm. Now, hopefully it's more like Tales of the Crypt and less like, you know, the those Goosebump movies mm-hmm. that we got. So Not over-explanation fucking bringing everything together. Yes, exactly. I was hoping for more of like an anthology mm-hmm. movie. Now, the blurb kind of makes it sound like it's going to be a little more along the lines of the Goosebumps movie. Just, you know, concept-wise, it says a group of kids faces their fears in order to save their town, which could have been the blurb for the Goosebumps movies. <laughs> so, I wouldn't um, mind if it was more like trick-or-treat style. That's what I'm saying. Where it's like, just like a through line, but, you know. Yes, well, and that's, that, that's a classic anthology mm. where you have a really nice through line and everything like that, but they're separate stories onto themselves. Um, you know, these stories gave me nightmares as kids I talked about before. Mm. Um, the visuals in these stories, the illustrations are just amazing. So they've got a lot to, like, live up to, I feel like, um, effects-wise. But Del Toro is definitely, obviously, up to the task. And I feel like he's, again, put nothing but, like, you know, just, you know, high-quality visuals on screen, you know, that definitely honor the original, you know, stories. So, I don't know, man. I, this is on my top, you know, at least five. I'm going to see a trailer first. You know, I'm going to see what they're going to do yeah. with it. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree, but man, it's just the, those books, man, mm. they mean a lot to me. So, I mean, it, 
I could, like I said, I could be singing another tune once that trailer <laughs> drops, though. You know, don't mm. fuck with this, man. So, uh, next up, It Chapter 2. Yep. 27 years later, the Losers Club have grown up, moved away, until a devastating phone call brings them back. So it's directed by Andy Muschietti? Muschietti? Yeah, and it's going to be uh, written by... Uh, Gary Doberman. Yes, who we just talked about. Exactly. So um, we've got who? James McAvoy is going to be uh, part of this, too. That's Jessica Chastain. Uh-huh. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, of course, um, reprising his role as Pennywise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of big names actually attached to this mm. move. Uh, Bill Hader is actually in this, yes. too. Um, we're going to be seeing the adult versions of the Loser Club, um, that second chapter. So I was not a fan of the adults in the original It movie. Mm-hmm. So I was I. That's when like the movie like that empty portion. And... Yes, when they're fighting this giant spider creature, you know, in the sewers. Um, I kind of lost interest at that point. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, for me, the original It, I love it, obviously, but it's like a tale of two halves. You know, by like the last half hour, I kind of tune out. Um, so I hope that it tells the story more faithfully to like you know the book. Um, you know, so I don't know. I know I, I I need more Pennywise, mm-hmm. and I feel like we're gonna get that. I feel like they're not gonna be like battling. Oh yeah, you know, said giant spider in the <laughs> sewer. <laughs> At least I hope not. Uh, we'll see. We'll they might see. like allude to it or something like that, or use it as a visual for a moment. But I hope it's not like the main, yeah, fucking alien spider, fucking yeah. Creature. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so um, they've got a lot to live up to. I really dug the first movie, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be an undertaking. You know, uh, they've got a good cast around them now, so. But those kids killed it, man. They really did. So uh, these adult actors, you know, as crazy it sounds, because mm. I mean, it's James, you know, um, Ma- James McAvoy. Okay, James McAvoy. Um, they've got a lot to live up to. Like I said, you know, because I generally cared about those characters by the end of the movie. I mean, sounds, they're fucking good actors. Nah. <laughs> James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain. Alone. No, I'm saying they, you know. <laughs> It's saying a lot, but I mean, I cared about those kids, mm. so you've got, I mean, you've got to bring it. I almost wish they didn't go with, like, named actors. Sometimes when, like, the names can overtake the roles, mm. you know, when it comes to casting, when you have an actor that's really well known. So sometimes I'm okay with, like, a lesser known actor, um, you know, because you're not really, like, seeing all his other films when you look at him on screen. So, um, you know, I, cause I know there's like fantasy casting going around oh. the internet for, you know, <laughs> months after, you day know, after the movie came out. Yes. Um, but you know, I'm okay with it being like lesser known actors. Obviously they did not go that route, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, there's, I mean, there's a lot, you know, a lot of, you know, people looking forward to this movie. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know, man. Are you, I mean. Are you on board? Yeah, I'm 100 on board. I mean, that first one did so well. I I went into it thinking that it might just be a fucking cash grab. You know, the trailers look good, but I was like, it's still it. Were you a big fan of the original? Uh, See, I think one, it's nostalgia for me. I was in mm. middle school when that movie came out, so that movie. I mean, it was a it was a TV movie, and it terrified the shit out of me. 
Um, so it, it really was, you know, just a great horror movie for the time because it really it let you. It was, you know, obviously a longer, you know, movie because mm. it's a mini series, so it's a two parter. But you got to actually like get to know the characters and everything, and seeing these children being haunted by Pennywise who was just, you know, as terrifying as Freddy Krueger, if not more so. Um, just, I mean, my God, you know, like I said, I, I it stuck with me for a while. Mm. <laughs> Let's just say that. So I was excited for the remake and everything because I knew they could bring a lot to the table and they did not, you know, disappoint at all. Um, you know, at least in my eyes. <laughs> so there was, you know, there's a few things that they changed from the book mm. where, you know, they made... A, they switched around a few roles and everything even from the tv movie it was interesting like choices that they made but i didn't feel like it took away from the overall story um but we'll no, see. i think that they made a perfectly streamlined version of it mm-hmm. if no. yeah well because i think oh, i can't think of the character's name off the off the top of my head but one of the kids um story is kind of flipped they gave a lot to what's the kid's name who's the writer ends up being the writer um i can't think of his name off the top of my head it doesn't matter so but we <laughs> it's late so but they flipped like they gave him more of um the other character's um role um who was his best friend That's in the original true. movie they gave him more of his backstory and made him like the history buff and everything like that where i felt like oh um, it gave them the larger less. kid yes um, but it gave it, the kid who worked in the um the butcher mm. shop yes you know the slaughterhouse they took some of his backstory and gave it to you know that kid and i don't know why they necessarily went that route and it really gave i felt like it really gave you know the other kid less to do for some reason like it took away from his character yeah i mean he he had the less the least amount of screen time and story of the yeah movie. yeah which was kind of a weird choice but overall i i don't think it hurt the film mm. too much so and Bill Skarsgård, like, was insane as Pennywise. Yeah. Just an awesome performance. <laughs> so. All right. So moving on. We're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Yes. Uh, Zombieland 2. Zombieland 2. And this feels like it was rumored like a thousand times <laughs> over the last... I honestly like, didn't think it was going to be made. Five, ten years. I feel like there was... Was there a Netflix series or there was a show or something like that? Or there was going to be a show? I think it was rumored, but I don't think it was going to happen. Did it actually happen? Or was there was a pilot or something? I yeah. swear to God, I thought I saw something. I don't know, but I stayed away from it if, they, if it did happen. But um, so we are revisiting our friends um, from Zombieland. Um, and it's supposed to be... I don't know how long it's supposed to be taking place like time-wise, but everyone's coming back um, to this movie here, so... You've got the original cast. Um, I mean, you obviously could not do this movie without Woody Harrelson. You know, he owns this movie. Like, every fucking scene he is in as Tallahassee, you know. Um, but, yeah. I, I, were you a fan of the original? Yes. Okay. I, I mean, I was completely in love with it as soon as uh, Metallica started playing uh-huh. in the first three minutes. <laughs> yes, right? That's an awesome scene, too. Mm. Um, but, yeah. I don't... Man, I... What, it's hard to really get into these movies, you know, uh, later on the list because there's nothing. Like, we have no trailer, we have no <laughs> synopsis, we just have a date. But mm. we know it's in production, you know, and I, uh, it says I'm surprised it's... it took so long. 
It's been 10 years. Yeah, I know. And that movie was pretty fucking successful. Mm. And it's not like, you know, people don't like zombies. So... Maybe it was just mixed up with the studios, just... I don't know. Couldn't get along, couldn't figure out what they wanted to do. Yeah. I'm just surprised by I it. could see this easily being a well-made show, if they wanted to make it. Oh, I think show. so. Seriously. I think so. I hope they wouldn't move forward without, mm. you know, having, you know, with the cast and everything. I feel like, especially the cast, they wouldn't, you know, do the sequel if they didn't feel like there was an actual quality, like, script, you know, um, so, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm interested The Blurb is asking if there's going to be a Bill Murray cameo, but he's a zombie at the end of the movie, so I don't know why that would even happen. I'm interested by the um, statement in the blurb that says evolved zombies. I don't know what they might do with that. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure either. What is the... Do we not read the blurb? No. Uh, Columbus, Tallahassee, Wichita, and Little Rock move to the American heartland as they face off against evolved zombies, fellow survivors... And the growing pains of a snarky makeshift family. <laughs> it's got to be like, t- I mean, it's got to be a decent amount of time passed. They can't be like, oh, mm. two months later. Yeah, she's everyone's all aged. Older now. Yes. <laughs> Unless they, and they didn't recast, so. Mm. Um, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> do you, If there is a uh, celebrity cameo, who do you think it's going to be? Who would you like to see? We got Bill Murray last time, what, and they're going to be in the American Heartland. What is that usually? What do you mean? Like, like down south. Okay. Um, I think I rednecks. I don't know, man. It doesn't have to be a redneck character. Uh, Duck Dynasty people? Oh, God, Christian. They're Are they even a thing anymore? No. <laughs> My grandfather apparently owns, like, all the season's DVDs. I found that over the holiday season. It's a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'd like to see, like, Jack Nicholson or something. Okay. I think that would be fun. As himself. Because Jack Nicholson is himself in every role, yeah. so I think, <laughs> I think that's needless to say, but I think that'd be cool. What do you want to do? He's old. He's having fun. I think for the right price, he would do it. So, you know, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> don't want to see Dan Aykroyd, because I feel like that's the route that he'd go after mm. Bill Murray. But, yeah. Uh... Next up, we've got Three from Hell. Yes. The sequel to Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses by Rob Zombie. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's read the blurb here. The highly anticipated follow-up to Devil's Reject is going to be a very different experience while still re- reuniting fans with the surviving members of the Firefly clan. Uh, do we really need to know anything else? <laughs> Take my money now, please. That is the blurb. I, I mean, I might, I might like a little bit more yeah <laughs> well it seems like they've all been in prison so the the ending of devil's rejects where they all get like torn apart mm. by a you know ocean a sea of bullets um does not happen obviously so uh yeah okay it looks like they've been locked up for a while um i don't know i don't know where we're going so they're definitely you know hanging their hat on the whole you know manson family vibe that they had you know in the sequel um I dug the first two movies, um, more so Devil's Rejects than, you know, House of Thousand Corpses. Um, House of the Corpses was fun, but it was definitely felt like a music video at times. Um, But at the time, it was like early 2000s, so we just weren't getting like, you know, that Mm. style of horror movie. So it was definitely a breath of fresh air. Well, Um, what do you you think you're going to get out of this film? Because, I mean, it's a different experience. 
So what kind of experience do you expect from this? Well, the f- second one was definitely, you know, like them on the run. Mm. You know, and it felt like more like a Western. So I'm not sure where they're going to go with this one. Because each movie has felt very different. So, I mean, you know, they're in prison. So I don't know if you're going to get more of like a crime drama or something like that. Or I- I'm not sure. I don't know. Because once again, we haven't seen a trailer. So it's hard <laughs> to tell. I mean... Zombies been posting, you know, a lot of, you know, shots here and there. And there's already multiple, like, posters for this. But it's really hard to tell from those, you know. I mean, he knows how to fucking, you know, plug his shit, you know, big time. He does it well. Um, He's all about the promotion. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, say what you want, like, from Zombie. I feel like he's become a better director, even though I haven't loved, like, all of his work. Um, You know, 31, I felt, was just horrible like it was just him you know you know phoning it in um but i did actually enjoy uh lords of salem and it took me a couple watches with that movie but visually that movie is wonderful it really is it's a haunting movie um so i don't know we'll see where they go i mean i feel like it's gonna be totally different than that Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong (laughs) but i really enjoyed the performances of like bill mosley and sid haig you know um in those movies so I don't know if I get more character moments like that because it really is a character-driven movie. Mm. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. it. They're a fun time, you know, as fucked up as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a messed up person, Christian. What else do we got, Damon? The... So, yeah. So the last two movies, um, we have like hardly any information <laughs> on. But it's more about the people attached to it. They have dates on them. Um, or actually, they don't have dates. They just have 2019 yes. next to them. But there's apparently they're in production. Um, we have uh, The Lighthouse, and that's by Robert Eggers, who brought you The Witch. Um, I don't know if you saw The Witch. Did not. Okay. Check it out. It's an awesome, awesome movie. I really do. Once again, talk about visuals. Um, just this overall feeling of dread that just goes through this entire movie. Um, it just, it is an art house horror movie, um, to the finest degree. Um, it really, you know, checks all the boxes for me. You know, it feels like it was made in the mid seventies. It's this period piece. Um, that's just, you leave that movie just feeling like, I don't know, man, just fucked up because you don't know what the hell is going on. You don't know what's real or not, but, um, you know, he's a promising fucking director, so I'm in for anything that he's putting out. Definitely check out The Witch. So, um, but yeah. But it, was, it was very acclaimed, so. Yes, yes. And it, it, this is going to be starring William Dafoe um, and Robert Pattinson. Is that the kid from Twilight? Mm, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, forget everything I said. Don't see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never let's, seen him let's in anything. Give him credit. He's actually a pretty good actor. I have he never was just in seen a really him. Shitty franchise. Literally in in anything. So I have no idea. He could be um, a great actor. Robert Patterson, He's an actor who likes to take risks, and he um, will go on weird, crazy projects. So this probably makes sense. Um, he has a movie, another movie coming out this year, um, High Life, where it's kind of like they're in this like space environment, and they're like he's raising a child. Okay. Um, it's very. Uh, it's this one director's like first American film. Uh, very i can't even like picture him for some reason right now i just see his eyebrows <laughs> that's all i can see when i'm thinking about him and his hairline that's all i can picture uh, well, oh, there's a blurb for this oh i'm sorry 
Uh, the story of an aging lighthouse keeper named Old. Oh, okay. Uh, who lives in the early 20th century name. That's all we know. Okay. <laughs> um, but we'll definitely be covering this movie mm. once more information comes out. And that goes for two, uh, Midsummer. Um, this is by uh, the guy that we actually gave both, I think both of us, right? Yes. Uh, our number one movie of the year mm-hmm. for a 2018 slot, um, Ari Aster, um, who directed Her- Hereditary. Um, this is a movie directed by him and written by him, just like Hereditary. So right away, I'm there, right? Mm. Uh, this is uh, what... I, mean, be- I don't know if I'm ready to feel like terrible again, but... <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't rewatched Hereditary. I, it's still there wrapped up. I, I can't bring myself to do it. I have to, I have to be in the right mood, man. Uh, but yeah, so but if he's going to give me more of that, bring it on. So uh, reading the blurb, uh, what begins as a summer road trip movie for a young woman and her boyfriend turns into an absolute nightmare as the couple falls prey to a pagan cult in Sweden. So it basically sounds like The Wicker Man, mm. which I'm cool with. I dug the original Wicker Man, not mm. the Nicolas Cage Wicker Man. Um, so, huh? Have you seen the Nicolas Cage Wicker Man? Yes. Is that like on your top ten list or something? No, you're looking absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> so, but I, I mean. Wicker Man with Ari Aster, like, you know, behind the helm. I, fuck yeah. Let's do it, right? <laughs> we have no date for this movie. Oh, no, we do have a date. Look at that. There is a date. It's just sometime in August. So hopefully we'll be getting some kind of information. Well, August 9th. If you, if oh, you yeah, look up. at that. It does say August 9th. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. <laughs> We've talked about 16 fucking movies. <laughs> Um, yeah. summer coming out in late summer. Yeah, all right. August 9th. So I, I'm actually feeling good that this movie is going to be released this year. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm there, man. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I have no idea what to expect from this. Yeah. I'm still going to go see it regardless. Mm. Even if the trailer sucks, I'll probably go see it. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. You know, he earned that right after, mm. you know, Hereditary. So, um, but yeah, that's, I mean, Jesus Christ. And that's like the tip of the fucking iceberg. That's 16 movies we just yes. ran down. And that's not all the movies that are No, I filtered through like 30 at least. <laughs> you know, so they're probably we'll be probably talking more horror movies, mm. you know, soon, I'm sure. You know, because once some of these trailers start dropping, you know, you know, we'll, we'll go to exactly. that. So. Fucking content. Yes. And I mean, <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a year for horror. Mm. It really is. Movies in general this year. It's gonna There's be a, a lot. Year. I felt like last year was light, even though there was like big releases. Mm. I did feel like it kind of like I, we were talking about like the summer. It was weird. Like there's well, like they decided to throw everything at you at the beginning of the fucking yeah, which is so, a strange choice. Which made me forget that half those movies came out until we started mm-hmm. doing these year. Well, I had to actually look the date up for Black Panther because mm-hmm. I was like, did Black Panther come out in 2018? Like it felt so long ago. I completely forgot Deadpool two was last year. Yeah, and, like. There's just so much. Yeah. Well, this feels like it's going to be the mm. same kind of year. But I feel like these are so. big fucking movies. Yeah. And I mean, we're going to get into it Hopefully. next week with our... Um, would be our, horrible if they all sucked. 
<laughs> like this was the worst year for horror ever. Oh my god. Well, I can't it's wait. The to year that it. kills horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> but finally, horror's back. Mm. You know, studios are finally taking chances again on horror. They realize they fucking sell. It feels like they need a reminder every like five, ten years. You know, they forget. They stop making them for a little bit, like, oh, and they're yeah. like, People "Oh like yeah, yeah, we spent like a million dollars on this, and it made like a hundred million. So, um, yeah, and I, I feel like actually. It's going to be next year where you get the real big boom because you had all the big hits this year mm. um, or last year take place. So now all those projects that were kind of sitting on people's desks are now greenlit. So, That's why I think I'm going to enjoy this year the most because once all those bigger, high-budgeted horror films come in, they're they're going to be watered down. I don't know, man. Give me a slasher boom. And I'll be singing a different tune. <laughs> if you give me a slasher boom because I feel like after Halloween... We're gonna see some of the classics, you know. Oh, I'm sorry, I want back. I want better quality than what we got with Halloween. I agree. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. And I feel like this is gonna be a damn good year. Don't mm. get me wrong. Um, but yeah, I give me some of those fucking icons back. You mm. know, um, give me my Freddy, give me my Jason, because I feel like it's gonna be soon where those movies are gonna find. How about get how about this, Damon? Mm. Them in a combination film, please. Don't. Where they fight each other? No, <laughs> no, stay away. Stop. I don't need another Monster Mash movie. <laughs> oh, God. I'm still waiting on Michael versus Jason. Oh, why? <laughs> Neither of them talk. <laughs> it's not about the, them talking. It's about them Just stabbing each other exactly. over and over again. Oh, anyway, that's a different episode. So we'll get into that. <laughs> there was a big... I mean, it became a comic book, but there was going to be another Jason versus Freddy, but they're going to throw Ash into it. Because oh. he technically... And Jason goes to hell... They actually have a scene where the Necronomicon is like on the like counter, mm. um, so they felt like they could kind of all like tie it together. Just, <laughs> yes. So, and he would be a great protagonist, yeah. you know, for those two. It would actually make sense. It's funny, but I don't want to <laughs> see it at this point. Obviously, <laughs> so, come on, he winked at us. Uh huh. He's not dead. Uh huh. Anyway. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for our 2019 horror movie preview. Yes, come in next week for our superhero preview. Yes, yes. We're going to be talking all the big superhero movies that are coming out this year. Yes. So um, it, there won't be 16 of them at least. No. Well, so. I, I can add some films onto that list. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could, it'd be like superhero movies and Star Wars. Because right. I feel like we're going to be talking Star Wars regardless, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Should we just call it like our blockbuster preview, maybe? Oh yeah. It's, okay. That's how I'm really gonna be angling it. Okay. Okay. We can we're, talk about we're pre-production right now on Mike, <laughs> but <laughs> that's how professional we are. Uh, uh, before we close out the show, we're definitely gonna have to get into some wrestling. Hey everyone, Brian Thomas here from the former The Batman vs. James Bond show and the upcoming The Night Cave show. Do you like noir, black and white, gritty murder mysteries? Do you like crime stories or even pulp comics? Then you're going to love Nick Palatichuk's debut graphic novel entitled The Greenway. It's 1968, and Butch Schultz, a black market merchant, finds that his friend has been murdered in a mansion in St. Paul. Now he is out looking for who did it, while the city's best detectives are on the case. Nick's graphic novel is already getting rave reviews, let me tell you. Zero Supervision Comics Podcast says, A dark, intriguing story that makes you want to know more. The Glenn Thinks Stuff Podcast says, It's explosive, captivating, and alluring. And actor Kyle Hester from The Chair, Zombie with a Shotgun, and Preacher Six says, Can't wait for this book. 
You got to get on this. Order your copy today at Indie Planet, A New World of Comics. That's www.indieplanet.com. Hard copies, digital copies are available, and now digital copies are only $5. That's where I said it, just $5. So make sure you order yours today. <laughs> I'm the boogeyman, and I'm coming to get you! <laughs> Alright, Dan, let's get into that wrestling news. That's right, it's going to be abbreviated edition this week, since we're running long. Uh, lots happening, though, in the world of wrestling. Yeah. Uh we got the announcement that Braun Strowman is not in the main event of the Rumble anymore. He fucked up Fitzgerald's limousine. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a lame reason, right? Yeah. Uh, just kind of out of nowhere. I kept on thinking of all the times that, like Stone Cold did something, you know, but he <laughs> never got killed taken. The man? Yes, like never got <laughs> taken out of a main event though. Uh, but yeah, I guess that was enough. That the old man had too much. Um, you know, don't fuck with his limo. So, just but, wanted to get home. Yeah, I, tired. I guess. I don't know. He just showed up. Uh, but yeah, so Strowman is no longer in the main event. Rumor is that he was never really supposed to be in that main event, um, you know, which is kind of ass backwards, you know, booking wise. But that's neither here nor there. I guess that's just current WWE, you know. Um, but I feel like that's a lie. You but think that's, so? That's just me speculating. Well, it's, it is Meltzer, and it could just be speculation on his part, because mm. I feel like half of his, like, reporting now nowadays is just him kind of, like, you know, spitballing ideas mm. out there. I don't know if he had a source on that, but, um, there, yeah, I guess the whole reason was because they didn't feel like they wanted him to lose to Brock again in another main event. Um, they don't want boring content now, huh? I guess... I guess, but that means you're definitely getting Brock in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. So, um, I don't know why they couldn't just like have the title change and then like you know a month later you know have the belt flip back to Brock. You know it's okay. You know Brock won't lose anything by losing to Strowman for you know four weeks not carrying that title around. I think he would have survived. Yeah. You know, but because I mean. Even though it is the road to WrestleMania, there's still fucking four months until WrestleMania. So there's plenty of story to be told yeah. here. Anyway, Finn Balor is now your number one contender and will be facing Brock Lesnar at the main event. Well, not really the main event. At the title match of uh, Royal Rumble. So, um, I liked the buildup, though, that he had during Raw. I liked that, you know, you know, he came out and he got in McMahon's face mm. and said that he never believed in him and everything. He had a lot of spotlight shown on him. He pinned Cena in the match. Cena raised his hand and everything. Um, you know, and, and, and not even, you know, just Raw this past week, but also the last couple weeks, it feels like they are kind of pushing him again. Um, you know, giving the fans what they want. Um, people are speculating part of the reason is because they don't want to lose him to AEW, mm. um, which makes sense. And, you know, maybe they actually you know, give a shit about what the fans care about <laughs> nowadays. Who knows? I don't know. So The new era. I found that very doubtful, but um, I don't know. Uh, I'm worried that he's just going to be there to do the job to Lesnar. Um, I hope that I don't see a scenario where he could win. Um, unless it's kind of what we just talked about, where he gets that belt for you know a month or two and then ends up losing it back to him. I think there was a stat where it's he hasn't lost a one-on-one pay-per-view match. Oh, really? I did not see that stat. Roster. Really? This whole like the, the He's past lost year group matches, but not a one-on-one apparently. Yeah, I can't think of 
but I also it's not like he's also wrestling one on one every exactly. you know so that's he's that's kind of skewed. Yes, a lot of tag matches, or he's just not on the fucking mm. pay per view. So, huh? But yeah, I mean, it will. And then also there was the stat that he's actually has the most. Like I think he was second for the most victories on Raw this past year, which I would have guessed either because I feel like he's always doing the job, mm. or maybe it's just. Maybe really why it seems that way is just because it's like always in the bigger matches. Like he's always, he can't get over in those matches. So I think that guy won the fucking, you know, universal title after like, I think it was his second match, you know, on the main roster mm. to uh, go from there to, you know, know now you, finally getting a real title match. Do you have Brock show up next week? Like totally just beat the hell out of him. And then he shows up as demon. On, on Rumble, because, I mean, it's just like, it seems like it's such, it's one of the big four pay-per-views. You would think you'd want to make him as believable as possible. I agree that he will probably show up as the demon. I don't know if they'll go about it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hope that they would have a reason for it, but maybe just being, you know, the main, you know, the main event at Rumble versus Brock Lesnar's enough of a reason. I guess, but I but like when they build up to I it. agree with you. I think storyline-wise, and the way that they used him properly on NXT mm-hmm. was always, there was, like, it was, like, always the, you know, the finale of a feud or something like that, you know, the blow-off match. So, um, I would like to see that, but only if he's going to fucking win the goddamn title. <laughs> you know, if he's going to get his ass kicked and then, you know, show up as the demon and then still lose. Well, my know, early prediction is that he will win the title. Okay. I hope so. And that's way... The way it's being booked feels that way. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they didn't want Strowman to do the job again makes me feel like... Yeah. You know, but maybe they're going to... I understand like, that, but I feel like... Maybe they're going to change it up and actually, you know, give him the belt for a little bit and test it out and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like Lesnar's walking into WrestleMania. The champion. champion. Yeah. You know, because McMahon has a hard on for Brock. So I just feel like that's what's going to end up happening, unfortunately. But I'd love to see, like, Balor versus, you know, Rollins, mm-hmm. you know, in the main events of, you know, WrestleMania. See, that's what I, yeah, I absolutely book it that way if possible. But, you know, Brock's got to be there, Brock's got to be there. What like else happened to uh, Two, like, baby faces versus each other, though. And I don't have a problem with that. And it's supposed to be, like, the more devious, bad uh, fucking Rollins walking around right now. Yeah, but I felt like they got away from that. I don't, I don't know. They're they're doing a lot, and I they're going to continue to do it, trying to make fans happy. And I mean, you put you really the believe they're going to continue doing that though? <laughs> Through Mania season, sure. <laughs> Through Mania season, I feel like the storylines will get better. I don't think they're going to give a shit about the fans much. I feel like this is going to last for a month or two till like the ratings kind of stabilize and they'll forget all about it. And then we'll be back to where we started. You know, Alexa Bliss is GM, and you know, <laughs> someone else, some random person. Teddy, they'll bring Teddy Long back for SmackDown. You know, we'll be back where we started. You know, after Mania, but I don't know. I, I here's to hoping, right? Oh. <laughs> here's to hoping. Maybe, maybe you have him reunite with the Bullet Club, and he turns heel. That'd be fine with me as well. I love that, but that's fantasy booking, a hundred percent fantasy booking. <laughs> On my part. But, I mean, honestly, it would be a good answer to what the Elite's doing. Exactly. You know, with AEW. It's what we were t- talking about of our predictions for, you know, our crazy predictions for 2019. Um, you know, and I think that'd be a great way to have him beat Brock. You know? I mean, the fans would go 
crazy. But if you went a big over faction, you put them back together with, you know, Gallus and Anderson, mm. yeah, I think that would be over huge. Unless you, you make this the start, you have Fig come out regular, not Demon. He loses, and then he has to earn his way back up to, to Mania to fight Rock again as Demon. And we get this whole... Demon. I don't know if they would have that match this early on. They usually like that Mania match to be a first. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't usually like it to be like, you know, the blow-off of a feud. Um, you know, so, I mean, they could. I mean, it's supposed to be a new era. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. something different. <laughs> because he so wouldn't we'll get, see. like... He wouldn't be number one contender again for a while. He'd have to fight his way back up there. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk That's next right. week. Next week we'll be previewing yes. the Rumble. So I didn't even realize it's fucking next Sunday. So yep. crazy. Um, they also had, we actually got to see the women's tag team titles yes. on Raw. What'd you think of them? I thought they were okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Something about the way, you know, the fact that it's not round, it's got the two little, like, I, like four corners to the it. The gear type look to yeah, it. Yeah, it was a little different, but I mean, they weren't hideous or mm. anything. I like that they're at least something different than the Universal title fucking look. Yeah, they didn't just like give it a like a purple strap and it's yeah. just like looks exactly like the men's like tag titles or something like that. That's mm. my biggest fear. You know, like it'd be like a pink like belt or something ridiculous. Yeah. You know. I still like the like that titles the most. Fucking butterfly uh, title <laughs> that they had for yes. the Divas belt. Um, Jesus. So, um, so how did you feel about the announcement that they were going to be, like, decided, basically, coordinated at the Elimination Chamber? You're going to have three teams on SmackDown Uh and three teams on Raw facing off against each other in the Elimination Chamber. Well, Dan, you know I have a soft spot for Elimination Chamber, so I had no problem with this concept. It's think... so absurd that you like the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we, we go over this every single year, uh-huh. and you're like, why do you like this? It's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, but I want to see them earn spots into fucking pods or something. Have some type of build-up, but there's not going to be. It's just going to be like, hey, these teams are here, and these teams are here. I, no, that's totally what it's going to be. It's totally... I mean, what teams do you think are going to represent Raw? Raw? Nia Jax and Tamina. Yeah. Right? Um, <sighs> Sasha and I can't tell if it's going to be Sasha and Bailey because Sasha could walk out of Rumble as champion. I think it'd be so asinine to think that they've done this huge build-up, mm. almost like a year-long build-up, have them as a team and everything, for them not to be part of that tag team, you know, conversation at least. Um, and you might be right, you know, I mean... That's once again fantasy booking, but um, we'll get there. But uh, I feel like they're definitely going to be one of the tag team. But who's the other tag team? Do you, do you think it's returning Tristan and Lena? Mm, maybe, and that was rumored. Or do they hold them off to like Mania and have like some kind of like dream match? Because that was also the dream match that Bailey and Sasha, you know, talked about in their little Q and A session on Raw. Uh-huh. That god awful segment. I don't know. I'm trying to think what it is. Does Bliss? Does Bliss get a partner? Riot Squad? Oh, yeah, Riot Squad. Yeah, it's definitely going to be Riot Squad. Mm -hmm. I totally forgot about it. It'll be, but who do you have? Ruby and who? I would assume that they would do um, Liv and Sarah, not Ruby. Really? Yeah. I feel it because if Ruby had a different 
like if she actually had like an angle going on a, a program, mm. I would I would agree with that. But since she's not featured in, I, don't know, I always view Liv and Sarah as the tag team portion. And they're not going to win, so I feel like they'll throw Ruby in the match. You know, I agree with you. I feel like Ruby's more of the singles, you know, competitor. And it's the chamber. They could also argue that all three of them get into the oh, match. Oh wow! Yeah, and make it a three like, three bird rules. Yeah. All right, I'd go for that. I'd be different. But it's going to be a clusterfuck of a match anyway because it's the Elimination Chamber and, it, and the Chamber sucks, Christian. <laughs> you can't have a cage match in this era of the WWE. They just no. don't... I need blood, goddammit. You can't have people slamming their heads into fucking chains and metal and have no fucking blood. It just doesn't make any sense. They've still been enjoying And you can tell like how painful that chamber is by the way people take bumps in that goddamn thing. You know, I mean, they are, are always, it feels like everyone's a little hesitant, you know, because <laughs> you can't really practice in that thing, you know, so I don't know, man. Whatever, to each his own. <laughs> going to get you Elimination Chamber shirt. Well, who's going to be in the SmackDown pod since, since you made me do one? Okay. Uh, SmackDown, let's see. We've got uh, the Iconics. Mm-hmm. That's definitely number one. Um, Jeez. Naomi and someone else random. Yeah. And then you've got um, Sonya Deville and um, Uh, Mandy Rose, Rose, right? Hopefully Mandy has all her clothes on. Yeah. You know. Hey, she's had all of her clothes on. I guess, man. At least, I mean, Alexa has it. How did you feel about those segments? I I just don't think they're right for right now. No. (laughs) I was like, why are we going backwards all of a sudden? We're like... We're going towards like a you know a women's main event of WrestleMania, mm. like headlining the thing. You know, we're getting these tag titles, yet all of a sudden we're getting like attitude error kind of like segments on Raw and SmackDown this week. Did they apparently bring better ratings. Oh god, I, I fucking I don't know, man. I don't get it. It's a mixed message, mm. you know. Um, but whatever. It was just so random too, like especially the Alexa Bliss thing. I didn't understand that at all. You know, I mean, I guess it's like, it, everything was weird last, you know, on Raw. Like, it just felt weird. Like, things that were, it just felt like there was no flow to the show at mm. all. And just, like, random shit was going on. I, I think it was just, like, kind of, like, that surprise factor that they were going for. But it just, I don't know. It didn't click. It didn't really work. So, but whatever. All right. So, I'm just saying Sasha and Bailey are definitely going to win this, win those belts. Who, who do you think is going to win those belts? I would love to see the Iconics walk out. But they're like the, the female version of the Acolytes right now. <laughs> no, they, all they do is more get their, time than the Acolytes all ever they, have. All they do is get their ass kicked. I'm talking about in the ring. <laughs> okay. Yes, they get lots more like my time, but... Uh, uh, no. <laughs> That's not happening. Uh, but yeah. No, I feel like it's going to be Sasha and Bailey, and I feel like they're going to walk into Mania and probably face Lita and Trish. Mm-hmm. You know, that's been rumored for a while now. Uh, what was it, Carrie Sane and I, e, is it Io Sh- Sh- Shiree, I don't know how to say her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, posted a picture of them looking at the titles. Oh, really? But it's just like as as like, oh, we could go after this. Not like, well, you know, when we we're talking about like the women's tag mm-hmm. division. We were talking about the fact that they could pull up some like NXT talent to fill out that kind of division if they mm. wanted to, and still have them kind of work both.
both shows. Um, I wouldn't mind that. Like, maybe they have to, like, you know, somehow win their way into the chamber or Mm -hmm. something like that. That'd be awesome. You know, I feel like they would end up being, like, really, you know, the favorites in the match. So, um, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I feel like they'll go safe, though, and keep it with, like, you know, the main roster tag teams Mm -hmm. at this point. So, Um, what else do we have happen? Um, The NXT debuts felt weak as all hell. Um, they're just floating between yeah. the two shows. Lacey Evans just chatting while yes. walks or watching it. TV, yeah. like in the back, watching matches <laughs> on the monitor. I don't know, man. I, I guess I'm just kind of like, I, I feel like they should debut in brand fashion and I get not everyone, you know, deserves that, but the way that they've like had promos for the last like four or five weeks at mm. this point to just have like EC3 standing in line to Vince McMahon's office, not even say anything to like complete dead silence just felt so anticlimactic. He should have used to be like yelling in that line or something. Something like to draw attention. You know. And then he was on SmackDown. I don't even remember what the fuck he was in. He's like, once again, he was just like backstage on SmackDown. Oh, staring at himself in the mirror. And so Mojo, like, walks past and, like, looks at him, like, what the fuck is this guy doing? So it felt very much like how they debuted uh, Dolph Ziggler, where he just kept on, like, coming up to people and, like, introducing himself and then getting cut off. It went on for, like, two, three months. It was insane. I do not remember this. Oh, it was horrible. At all. Was, you were probably very young. <laughs> <laughs> it was past your bedtime, Christian. Uh, <laughs> so, but, yeah, no, it, I just, I hated everything about it. Like, like we were talking about Otis, like, showing up on, you know, stage during a moment of bliss and just grunting yeah. randomly. I don't know what the hell was going on. But to be fair, I liked his cold open for SmackDown. Yes, I did enjoy that. And that was a, that was a grand entrance for yeah. Becky. You know, I did enjoy that. That was a highlight for SmackDown, which was, besides the Mysterio and All Mass match, I mean, it was a pretty weak show. Mm. I think it was probably one of the weaker shows for the pa- in the past month for SmackDown. Because they've been consistently putting on strong shows, um, but yeah, that was that's how a superstar, you know, enters the building. So I enjoyed that. I wasn't a big fan of her promo. Um, mm. You know, it felt very run of the mill. Um, I feel like I want WWE to kind of let her be like who she is on Twitter. I want to hear you know her just talking trash constantly. Um, I also. I liked the setup for the whole segment between her and Asuka. My problem with it was after she punches, who was it, Peyton Royce? Peyton, yeah. In the throat. Great moments. Awesome setup. Um, got me to pop huge when she did that. Because it's just out of fucking nowhere. She just mm-hmm. jacks her straight in the throat. The match went on too long. Like, it's a good, like, it felt like it went a segment or two. It was a good, like, almost 10-minute match. And I was like, why is this? She should just demolish her. Like, she's supposed to be making a point and making a statement in this mm. match. And then they have Asuka challenge uh, Billy Kay. Billy Kay. And, and wipes her out. And she destroys her. I was like, okay, well, that kind of makes Becky seem weak mm. to me. Um, I loved Asuka, like, jumping in the ring afterwards, though, and just going on a tirade in Japanese. I thought that was fantastic. You know, and I felt like it started to like kind of build up Asuka more, um, back to that like badass character she was when she mm-hmm. was in NXT. Um, you know, and I'm excited for the match, but I just 
I like the logistics of like everything they were trying to do with Becky on SmackDown. I just didn't like the execution yes. of it. So, but almost correct. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah. So, but I mentioned before, Ray and Almas, like fantastic match. Like, if you get a chance, watch that match. They gave them like twenty minutes, mm-hmm. um, which is a lot of time for TV. Um, I feel like it's going to be probably one of the best like TV matches that we get all year. Those guys just click so well together, um, you know. And I was they were doing shit I haven't seen before. Um, I want a full program between those two. <laughs> and the fact that you know almost and it's not almost anymore. They, oh, they, Andrade, Andrade. So <laughs> yes, he's just Andrade. That really like rolls off the tongue. I'm I wonder why they didn't do almost. I have no idea. Like, what? I feel like Andrade, it just doesn't feel like... I don't know, because that's exactly what I would have gone with. I would think they would have gone with Almas, Mm. right? And that's what most people call him. You know, like, even in the commentary you're pointing out. Even from NXT, he was from that point forward, he was calling him Almas. So why would they choose Andrade? I don't know. So, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe there was a copyright issue somewhere. Maybe. (laughs) Who knows? Um... But I want to I want to see a full like program between the two, you know. I really do, and I'm glad that he got the win. You know, it's two wins in a row over Rey Mysterio, and that shit still matters. I'm so. hoping for a good showing at Rumble when we get there. Do you think he actually he's just in the Rumble match? Yeah. I don't think he's gonna have a singles no, match. He's just Mysterio. in the Rumble. Okay, so um, yeah, I'm hoping so too. I'm hoping so too, and you know. All his matches leading up to the match with Ray have been quality matches, and he's gotten a decent time. And, you know, the announce team is always putting him over as a big deal. It's just he was losing every mm-hmm. single fucking time. Uh, you know, like, epic proportion. It was crazy. Like, he felt like S.D. Jones after a while. It was like, why is this guy always losing? At least give him something. It just felt like they're trying to, like, he was in this holding pattern. Like, we want you guys to like this guy, so we're going to give him time and show off his shit, but we're just not going to give him a win because we don't have anything for him right now. Um, you know, I don't know. I, like, to me, I'd almost wish that they just kind of waited to debut him then if they were going to do it. Just kept him on NXT. That's you know? how I felt when, as soon as I heard that he was going up, I was like, oh, he should stay. Well, I was fine with <laughs> it because it, you kept on hearing the stories that, you know, McMahon was big on him. So if you're going to bring him up and actually do something with him, great. But, you know, to have him, you know, kind of pushed made no sense whatsoever. Because then after a while, you know, perception becomes reality. He's just the job guy to the Mm. stars. You know, he was having great performances against all these big names, but he was coming up short every single time. So I don't know. I don't get it. But whatever. I mean, at least he won. (laughs) Hopefully it means 2019 is going to be a big year for him. I think the only thing we missed was uh, Lashley winning the IC title on Raw. Oh, that's right. Let's backtrack. Um, That really doesn't seem great for uh, Dean, Dean right? Just out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting that whatsoever. I mean, maybe they think that Ambrose doesn't need the title for some reason, but to have Lashley just win it... Mm. I don't know. After that huge, you know, feud between uh, you know Ambrose and Rollins, man, I just feel like they've just lost complete faith in Ambrose at this point. Because you know, I mean, the program's not going to be Lashley versus Ambrose. No. So I mean, 
I don't get it. I don't know where they're going with this at all. Do you think they'll have a short match at Rumble? Is, are they supposed to have a long match? I don't think you'll have Ambrose versus Lashley at Rumble. I don't. I don't foresee that happening. I feel like the rematch will probably take place like next week, but they're not having rematches anymore, mm-hmm. so they could just walk away from it. True. You know, that is um, their, that's an easy answer to everything. And just have Ambrose just kind of focus on the Rumble, I guess. You know, I just don't want to see Rollins and Ambrose anymore. I feel like the program is just completely. You know, it's just stale now. I'm over it. You know, try to restart Ambrose with someone else. Yeah, you know? just there's no no more of this character. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Dollar Store Bane? No. <laughs> he makes for a great action figure, but beyond that, does he though? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a Bane toy. I don't need Dean Ambrose dressed up as then Bane. Then you already got Dean Ambrose. <laughs> Dean cosplaying as Bane. Um, so. Uh, you know, outside of the WWE, well, I guess it's kind of WWE related. Uh, we have a bunch of rumors that a lot of wrestlers are requesting the release. So the revival, Ziggler, um, Mike Kanellis, Kanellis and Maria. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know how true it is. Um, Ziggler hasn't wrestled since I guess he lost to Drew in the cage. Mm-hmm. Um, on Twitter, he's switched his name to like his actual, you know, kayfabe name or his real name, I should say. Um, and then, uh, the, the revival supposedly requested their release on raw in their fucking tights after their match with Lucha House Party. So, um, that's being reported by like Meltzer and a bunch of other places. Cause at first I heard, I was like, no, that doesn't seem right. Now, I feel like they, they're speculating that they still have a decent amount of time on their contracts. So I hope it's not going to be a situation um, like with Neville. Yeah. You know, so um, I don't know. I don't know where they're like sitting out for a fucking year before they can actually like debut. Well, because you know Revival is going to be picked up real quickly and received real well outside of WWE. Mm-hmm. So I could see them wanting to hold on to them as long as possible. Well, exactly. And they know that, you know, where they're going to want to go is to AEW. Mm. So I feel like they're not going to release them because of that. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully their contracts are, like, close to being up or something and people are wrong that they don't have, like, almost a year left. Mm. So um, because I could see, like, you know, all these requests being denied just because they don't want to help out AEW. Mm. You know, and I feel like WWE right now has, has been doing that. They're just like scooping up talent to scoop up talent, you know. Do they have too much? Yeah, they do. Oh, they have way too much, but they're, you know, they're all about content right now. So with NXT and NXT UK and so I don't know. I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens, but it's definitely an interesting time right now. And I'm sure there's going to be more to come. Yes. I think that does it for wrestling. That does it for wrestling. So that's going to do it for this week. But before we go, we want to shout out some podcasts that you should be listening to. Shout out. All right. Uh, first up is Pop Goes the Culture. Uh, we're just a few folks from the Midwest discussing top stories in entertainment and pop culture, telling our own stories and talking your comments and whatever. Uh, great podcast. And we're actually on their webpage right now yes. currently. Um, so if you're always if you're looking for us for some reason, go ahead and check them out and check out all the other awesome podcasts up there. Um, next up is Kinda Nerdy News. Uh, just some Kinda Nerdy Girls keeping up with the Kinda Nerdy News. 
Uh, you can listen to them on IndieMix or subscribe to them on Radio.com. Um, next up is one of our newer stablemates, uh, Derf and Deeds. They're a part of the DCP network, which yes. we obviously suggest you check out. Uh, Derf and Deeds having a rant and having some fun and busting some balls. So, um, and last but not least is the Untrained Eye. Two jerks got married and started a podcast. So, sounds like a fun time. Uh, go ahead and check them out on any one of your popular podcast platforms. Yes. And if that's not enough for you, we have the network. We have DCP. That's Drama City Productions. You just heard about Durf and Deets. Why don't you check out all the other ones, like Sack Em Up Sundays or... Um, Raw Opinion. Raw Opinion. There's fucking tons of new ones that we just been keep adding and keep growing. Seamus has like five. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the, the good work over yes. there. So. Podcast legend over there. Yes, absolutely. So. Um, other than that, you can find us on every single platform there's out there. We If there's if there's a platform, we try to fucking be on it. That's right. So we're not going to name them all because no. we do that to us every, every <laughs> week. And it's we season can't two, damn it. Yes, yes. You know where to find us. Um, but yeah, and if you're there, go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review. Please, damn it. It means a lot to us. Yes. So... Um, but yeah, uh, you're listening right now to Them Guilty Aces, um, and they also were part of our intro. Um, they're a popular uh, rockabilly band from the Chicagoland area, so if you're in the area, go ahead and check out our show. Um, they got tons of music up on iTunes. They just dropped a new uh, album. Is it, are they called albums anymore? Album EP, who knows? CDs? They're not CDs. I always want to say CDs. But anyway, check <laughs> out their newest album. Um, and then also, uh, go ahead, they have a bunch of videos on YouTube, too. Yes. So, great band. So, and if you're guys. looking to get in contact with us, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. We post fucking different things on all these social media sites. We are your nerd hub for exactly. pop culture, goddammit. So go ahead and check us out. As soon as the news drops, Damon's right on it. I try to be, at least. <laughs> <laughs> there might be an hour or two delay. So, and as but, soon as the memes are there, I'm on it. That's right. So, for the most part. Yes. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I wait for the funniest. Stuff. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, go ahead and, uh, you know, check us out. Give us a follow. Um, and that's going to do it for this week, yes. man. My that was a fucking is... undertaking. Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> 16 fucking movies, man. Plus we reviewed one. Yes. Plus we talked all the fucking news about that's the other right. movies. Next week we'll probably get back to comics. Yes. Right? Absolutely. We have to catch up with it. We'll be previewing the Royal Rumble. Yes. So, and then, like we said, blockbuster movies. Yes. And there's a lot coming out this year. <laughs> so, expect another four-hour episode. Yeah, you know you love it. <laughs> All right, that's Christian. And this is David. And that was the amazing nerd show. This has been a Drama City production. is affecting them? Are those people killing themselves? You were with a private. What do we do? We need to do something. Just let me think. <laughs> They're dying. I need a second. They released it? We're not near the road. We can't just stand here as an uninvolved observer. I need a second, okay? Just give me a second. We're not going to be one of those assholes on the news who 
watch the crime happen and not do something. We're not assholes. Just a second. There were children in that room. Elliot, please tell us what to do. I need a second, okay? Why can't anybody give me a goddamn second? 